No. Richie yeah. can also he can play yeah. he can play out right also. Richie Anthony also. is a is a very solid right winger. I, I will say that. But, but I well here's the thing. Do you think it's Anthony or Rafinha? Uh, Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo, my guy. Okay, he gets one glory moment in a Champions League. All right. This is match week. You are joined by myself, Artie Amini. We discuss everything soccer from the highs and the lows in the sporting week to the news that is relevant to you. Welcome back. You are listening Top of the Hour on WMC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Week. Guys, we have a different crew than usual. So here at the radio station, we have something called the ADJ program where people can learn uh, certain skill sets to somewhat be able to close to be like me. I know I'm superior to everybody. Uh, shout out to no other shows. Uh, we are the top dog. But <laughs> all jokes aside, we have two ADJs with me here. If you guys don't mind, just introduce yourself here on air. My name is Thomas. My name is Steven. What's up, boys? What's up, boys? Now, there is a lot that has happened this week in the sport, even though... We've only had international friendlies that you can only see on Fubo TV. Can you has has anyone ever heard of a Fubo? I didn't hear about Fubo TV till the other day. Nope. Exactly. It's just ridiculous. I don't understand why. It's it's just stupid, bro. Stupid. But we're gonna move on. Uh, talk about a whole bunch of other stuff that's happened on the weekend, like the sideman charity match. I know that's not considered real football to a lot of people, but when you're able to run an event and raise over what one point. Zero two million pounds, so they probably hit like one point five million dollars in charity. So, what do we think about that, guys? I think it's awesome for the like. Um, I think it's uh, it's for the kids or. Um, um, they had like four different charities, so it was like yeah. uh, for can uh, for children struggling with cancer. They had M seven education, um, and a plethora of other like charities going on. So it wasn't so it wasn't like it was just like for only one. They had it set up for like four different charities. No, I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Uh, because uh, they bring like it's like a the Avengers of like YouTube and like TikTok, like all of them, the sidemen as well. It's just like everyone's gonna watch that. Yeah, hundred percent, without a doubt. Uh, and let's just let's go over some of like you know like the highlights of the game, right? Um, so within the first twenty seconds, KSI just dropped by speed. That, that's probably that just that just sums up the event for you right there. Just 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 like craziness. That was oh, yeah. the best moment in the game. <laughs> I think it was the best moment. I think yeah, I think once they got speed, that event like just blew up. Uh, there's like a plethora of memes I saw on TikTok right after. Oh my god, man! It was just insane. Well, the thing is, it wasn't even like it was just like a like a Joe Schmo type game. Like there was actually some filthy goals scored. Yeah. I mean, Vicstar, come on, from open play, mm. the most like awkward looking, clunkiest guy on the ball you'll ever see somehow slide it bottom left on a keeper. Oh, well, yeah. well, you can't really call Cal the Dragon a keeper. Uh, uh, <laughs> He's not hey, that good. hey, hey. We give credit where credit is due. He was six. He was six yards off his line every single time. Yeah, well, yeah that's how Simon slides. Slide chunk school. Chunk school. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> within the first two minutes, that look, it, it's so weird to explain because it was sort of like he like chipped the ball but lobbed it at the same time. Like yeah. it was just like perfect placement, as if he was pinging the ball across field like into the top left. No, that was a beautiful goal. I think Philly's goal was uh, better than that. In Philly's, I think it Philly's was, it was, was like upper corner. Crazy though, like that—that's an insane. Like that's a goal you don't expect to go in from his position. Meanwhile, like 
chunks took a lot of a lot of like technique in order for that to go in. But Phillies was just like sensational. I agree with you on that part. But then we had what the eighty eighth minute goal from Simon for them to win it. Yeah. And Theo Baker choking a free kick as per usual. Um <laughs> But I mean, the event was just full of uh, fun stuff. Like Mr. Beast was playing. Oh yeah, that's that's something crazy right there. Mr. Beast, you had a whole bunch of his guys. Uh, we had Will and E and all of them with the Will and E with the GoPro. I can't for that footage to come out. Uh, we had Nico Omolana, like probably the biggest yeah. meme on the internet. Yeah. The guy who sneaks into all snuck into KSI's event dressed up as a Prime bottle. No, yeah. Like guy, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't do more to like mess with that event as well. The Cyber Charity match. No, he's really funny. Nico. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But then uh, let's see, we have that. Oh, uh, speeds offside goal. Two uh, counted it, <laughs> dude. Like, did no one explain to him like what the offsides rule is? <laughs> he was he's like offside like the majority of the game. They yep. said they said uh, he was offsides for eighteen minutes. <laughs> eighteen minutes he spent offside. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, I want to make sure we don't skip over anything. Did you see the uh, pregame like talk? In the locker room, about oh, yeah, how like yeah, they were yeah. like uh, saying that Mark Goldbridge was like uh, the oh, the um, manager of Man United. Yeah, bro, and Speed dude. was like believing all of it, and dude. it was the funniest <sighs> thing ever. He's so gullible, bro. And they tried convincing the ha- uh, uh, HP with the sauce, Harry Panero. Um, they tried <laughs> they tried convincing him that like he was an ex Man United player. Like, yeah, I retired four years ago, bro. Yeah, and he yeah. said his name was Paul Pogba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was, oh my god, man. <laughs> What a, what a gullible, gullible character Speed is. That's that's actually something funny because like Speed's like one of the first people on like YouTube, for example, who's made most of his subscribers just off of streaming only. Oh, yeah. Like he doesn't really have like a YouTube like channel of sorts where it's like highly produced videos. It's like just streamer. He's just straight up streamer, nothing else, just only streams. And that people are saying he's making like oh, uh, it's like soccer popular again in like uh, United States of America. You know? Well, I mean, it's just. I would say within the casuals, yes, because yeah. it's a, it's been on an uptick for a long time. But to the casual kid who's like sitting down and like wants to talk about his when gay way to you know like <laughs> that's like oh speed talk about Cristiano Ronaldo you know Sui like that's no, it's just memes yeah. that like the meme culture is really what's pushing it as well. No, no yeah, definitely. I refer in the weekends, right? So I refer like little kids, and then the amount of time you hear Sui Sui <laughs> or you know RCs right now, you know oh. it's like like it's crazy like. <laughs> Yeah. I remember when I, because in the winter when it first broke, I was coaching uh, my 0708 boys yeah. uh, for futsal. Yeah. And they were just like, hey, coach, did you hear about Cristiano Ronaldo hitting the suey? I was like, <laughs> at first I know it was me. I was like, if, if I ever hear you say that again, like, you'll not play for the rest of the season. I don't care. Like, I don't know, I don't know where this disrespect is coming from. You just need, we just need to cut it out now. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm sort of like in the meme culture. I, I, I feel I feel like such a grandpa at times. Like, you know, back in my day, you know, like I, I now like like things are clicking with me. Like, I feel like I'm not like in touch anymore. Like, uh, it's just crazy. Just crazy. But moving on from Simon Charity Match, shout out to the Simon doing a great job for charity, putting on an awesome event. Maybe another one next year. Who knows? Um, moving on from the Simon Charity Match. International break has been a bit of an iffy situation because there hasn't really been like that many good games over the break. It's been a lot of like here or there type ordeals and it's been a lot of like uh teams just testing out stuff. Mm-hmm. So, did you guys notice anything over, like over the international break that was like okay, I can see what they're doing here, but it's not really going to hit that well. The US does not look that good. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, been. here's the thing. So, with who they called up and with what they're testing out, I can see how people can think that. 
but this is probably going to be the best chance we've had in a while to make it somewhere in the World Cup since, what, 2014 when we had that, like, granted, everyone in that team was, like, 30-plus, but when you have, like, Clint Dempsey and everyone still in their prime. Um, but now it's just a whole bunch of young kids. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a, it's an exciting time because we have players like Anthony Robinson, left back at uh, Fulham. You have Brendan Aronson at Leeds just yeah. killing it. You have Tyler Adams. Uh, Christian Pulisic, who's been struggling at Chelsea a bit, but still solid. Giovanni Reyna, uh, Josh Sargent. Uh, I'm trying to think of players off the top of my head. Weston McKinney. Weston McKinney at Juve. Uh, Musa got injured, I'm pretty sure. Hmm? Musa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sad. Because yeah. that kid's nice. He is, he is. Uh, so here's the, I, I wouldn't be too worried about the national team. Um, I think they're going to do well. It's just a matter of time of just figuring out the right way to play them because you have a lot of... It's, like, it's just a lot of young guys. Like I think the, the oldest person that's getting called up for them is Tim Ream. And even so, Tim, Tim Ream's like a half... I would say a half-decent Premier League defender. Like He's not like he's not great, but you know he's, he's half-decent. I'll take him. I definitely think Brazil is taking it all. Brazil taking it all. I don't know, man. Because you have Brazil, you have France. Argentina's still within a shout. Even though they don't deserve it, they're still within a shout. Um, and then I wouldn't say Germany. Maybe I, I feel like Netherlands is a dark horse. Belgium is just choke FC at this point on the international stage. Portugal's still a great shout though, because you know like Wolves are still gonna do great in the in the World Cup. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the, the joke I did. Yeah, exactly. Um, that so shout out to Maz. Uh, that's his favorite team, Wolves, obviously because he's Portuguese. Um, but. Wolves is basically Portugal FC. We've established on the show multiple times, <laughs> which is the crazy part. Now, for the World Cup, where are you guys going to be watching it? Because it is from 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. Those are when the, t- the times are for the games. I'm waking up. I'm waking up early for that. Yeah, you're waking up early, but are you going to be like the middle of lecture and be like, ah, professor, something came up. I'm so sorry. I have to leave. You know, like, Definitely. <laughs> we were just joking about it last week. We had we had, a, we had one of the professors here. His professor, his name is Jaime Grimberg. What a great guy. One of the best guests we had on in a while. And he was just saying, like, you know, like, I'm a professor and everything. And, you know, I can't confirm or deny everything. But if the World Cup's on and I'm teaching, you're going to be... You're gonna be randomly seeing my laptop open, just because, like you know, I'll have a little, I'll have a little earpiece in, and I won't be saying why, but you know, just, just, just might be a possibility. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, dude, that just shows like the the brevity and the pull that the World Cup has, right? Of just influencing an audience. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Colombia game against Mexico? Okay. Yeah, I did. Mexico, it's a little weird because we talked about it last week. Mexico is just. They're going through more managers than Watford ever did in the Prem. Like, it's it's crazy how, like, every two weeks it's like, oh, yeah, someone new. Nope, someone new. Like, it's just, like, how do you expect to put, like, a contending squad in when you have different managers with different preferences where they'll go from, like, only calling up Liga Amekis players to finally thinking, like, oh, wait, we actually do need Herving Lozano in our lineup, you know? Like, it's, oh, it's a really, really hectic part over there with Mexico and, uh, well, here's the thing, right? What do we think of mostly South American slash Central American teams going into the World Cup? Remember, no dead air, boys. So make sure we're uh, talking. Um, Ecuador, I don't think, I don't think they're going far. Here's the thing, like we we I I I want to be able to say stuff like that, but when it comes to the World Cup, the World Cup, it means everything to everybody, right? So you can't just say a team is out of it when. 
because when it comes to the World Cup, you had teams like when it was Africa in 2010, like the, some of the host, ho, like some of the teams in the host country were just going off, even though they had no right to. Like Russia in 2018, like Russia's team was not that good, but yeah, they made it to the semifinal. Or it was like when the World Cup was in Japan, like Japan made it to the semis. So you can't really just underestimate it on that part. But I can't understand your point of maybe the team's not as solid as it can be. Definitely. Yeah. But um, I was looking at um, well, what do you call it? Um, I think it was the Argentina Argentina game last night against uh, I think it was Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Oh, uh, Messi is popping off. It's popping off. Ah, I'm not a Messi fan. I'm a Ronaldo fan, but thank God, Messi. Thank God. Messi is just I don't know. He's just in a different level right now. He, I, I, you know what it is. I think because of how how he had such a bad last season, yeah. that he's just and plus it's World Cup, so I think he's just not messing about anymore, and rightfully so. Like, get, I, I give credit where credit is due. Like for someone who's the second best of all time, you gotta just give them the respect, you know. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Messi's last World Cup. He has to go off. Well, I don't think it. it uh, <sighs> I want to say that, but like with someone like him, like he can sort. Actually, no, it doesn't matter. I was gonna say he can sort of get away with just standing, like just basically like not being like as like mobile in the game. But that's sort of like that's sort of like what accredits him to being a great player is his mobility and the way he's able to move on the ball. Because he's not like he's not like an athlete like Ronaldo, right? Like Ronaldo's taking care of himself to the point where he's still able to play at like thirty eight years old, right? So I I feel like this is gonna be an interesting one. Because Argentina has a solid team now, with you having Lissandro Martinez in the background, back line. Um, I mean, also with Portugal now, Portugal finally bringing in like a solid, solid team. It's just, it's just a point of whether either of those teams can mesh well, you know. Definitely, yeah. but um, yeah, Argentina have a really solid squad, really solid squad. Did oh, you yeah. see the memes? It's like Messi gets pushed down, and then uh, all the Argentina squad just comes oh, yeah. towards. It's, it's, like, it's like a little gang, bro. A little like, gang, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they like mess with Messi. It's like, yo, what's good, bro? Yeah. Like, you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's no longer Bloods or Crips. It's just Messi or Ronaldo. That's how they decide, like, gangs from now on in America. Yeah. <laughs> South America is definitely, like, I think they have, like, a, a good, a really decent chance this year. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. For the World Cup. Because you have you have Brazil, you have uh, you have Argentina. Did Colombia make it? Colombia made it, right? No. No, Colombia didn't make I'm it. Colombia. <laughs> I heard it's, I heard it's, I heard it's, I heard. <laughs> uh, well, Ecuador, uh, Chile didn't make it, right? No. No Chile. Uh, the fourth team is Uruguay. Yeah, Uruguay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. With them, it's going to depend on how they can... Because here's the thing, right? They're f- the number, num- the top three attackers you think of when it comes to Uruguay is Darwin Nunez, yeah. Luis Suarez, and Edison Cavani. Yeah. Nunez is obviously young. You can, like, you know, throw him around in and out of position, just have him be a bit part player in a sense. But then how do you get performances out of an aging, an aging, aging, like, basically they're close to their retirement home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All jokes aside, um, is Edison Cavani and Luis Suarez. Cause, Valverde, Valverde. Yeah, Valverde. Of course, Valverde's going to do all the dirty work, but... Thing but, is, uh, Ronald Araujo. I'm not a I'm not oh, Madrid fan, but he's a he's a really good oh defender. yeah he's oh, a really yeah. good defender. I'm not gonna uh, he got injured though. He got injured. I, I, on this show we have a joke calling him Ray J because every Ray time J. I have a Hispanic guest on they always make fun of how I say Araujo. So right. I I just call him Ray J. Ray that, that's J. that's his name now. They call him the Rock. The Rock. The, the Rock. rock. The rock. Yeah, yeah, in his dreams, he's more like a pebble. <laughs> um, no, but I I mean that's that's a player that you have to really watch out for when it comes to the international scene because. 
he has been spectacular for Barcelona. Like that's like one of the few purchases they've had where it's like, oh wow, like good good buy, you know? Not like, oh yeah, wow, like way to just waste your money away, you know? Like a hundred and thirty million on Coutinho, a hundred and forty million on Griezmann, you know? Yeah. Waste of money. No, but I think Uruguay definitely like they still have a good chance even with uh Araujo injured. Well I mean they still have young players like young players. uh Palestri. Who's Western, been who's yeah. been in and out of the United team, been yeah. on loan? Like that's someone where you need youth in the World Cup who's going to be helpful, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of who else they have for with Muslera. I mean, I don't know Muslera's goalie. Yeah, 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 but he's always a solid goalie. Oh, yeah, played played at, in Turkey. He's always solid in the Champions League, so I wouldn't be worried about him. I know they have some like good players, but uh, I can't. They can't go to my head. Yeah, right Suarez, now. the right back. Yeah, Suarez, who right plays back. in uh, La Liga. I forgot what team he plays for. Katafe? No, not Katafe. No. It's like one that. of those teams with like the the blue and white kits, but like they look weird. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like one yeah. of those like Macron kits or something. That's I know what team that is. Definitely a solid team though. Solid team for the World Cup. I mean, which, let's think. So for international managers, I think we all can agree that Gareth Southgate is like the worst of them, right? Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the man, the man Southgate. right now has like the golden generation of England. Yeah. Like probably the most like. I would say golden, but like it's the most like team cohesive it's ever been, because prior to that, when you had your Rio Ferdinands, your Wayne Rooney's, your Gerrards, Lampards, John Terry's, Ashley Cole's, etc., it was a really a broken up locker room of cliques of certain like okay, we're the United players, you're the Liverpool players, and you're the Chelsea players. Now it's a way more cohesive locker room. With I wouldn't say the exact same quality because you know no one's better than the king himself, Wayne Rooney. But <laughs> but we have a solid group here that can potentially. I mean, they showed it in the Euros. In the Euros, they showed in the two games they decided to score like a legitimate decent amount of goals. That like oh wow, we're actually a threatening side. I just think it's sort of becoming of a trend, like of of just golden generations for England. I believe of uh, back um. I don't remember when, but they just had like David Beckham. I believe. Well, yeah, so that's 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 what I was talking about prior, right? With Rio no, Ferdinand yeah. and all of them. And just just they just don't come out with an outcome well, trophy or anything. Well, yeah, with that one, like I just said, it's like that one. There is no team cohesion. Like no. when you when you have Joe Cole, Wayne Rooney, and then um, who was the left man at the time? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I'm not sure if it was uh, I don't, uh, don't want to say him, but I'm not sure. Well, okay, so let's just say that they played a front two of Rooney and name me, uh, Alan Shearer. Just, I, they probably didn't. No, okay, this is how we'll do it. Let's say it was a front two of Michael Owen and Wayne Rooney, right? Michael Owen at the time is a Liverpool starlet, like known to be a Liverpool player, and then Wayne Rooney's a up-and-coming Manchester United player. Like In that current moment of time for that team, they were very much of their club first, country second. Like, that's where their pride was. Definitely. So if they're with England, they would not care about how they saw themselves on the country level because they were like, oh, I'm with these Liverpool players. Like, why do I care less? Oh, I'm with the Chelsea team. Like, they're garbage in comparison to my team. Like, why would I care about playing with them? So it was just those rivalries that really tore that locker room apart. Whereas this time, it's a mix of... I mean, because... I wouldn't say it's horrendous personnel, but like when you keep calling up Harry Maguire, it, there's a problem. But then again, every single time Maguire's at the international stage, he's he always good. doing something yeah. right. So then, as like granted in Southgate's defense, in a sense, where like 
where do you sort of go in that regard? Do you do you risk it with a John Stones, Tamori, and Mark Gahey back line, or do you put trust in Harry Maguire? If I'm not mistaken, I think John Stones got injured. He did get injured yeah. just recently, so yes. I would go with Tamori. Tamori in. Yeah, Tamori in. Well, I would think Tamori was in, but it's just then again, is he giving them enough minutes? Like, he's going to call up, but, like, is he getting enough minutes? Like, he's clearly showing in the city why he's one of the most dominant defenders. I just think there needs to be a change in the system. And uh, I think, I don't know. Because then you also have the issue of them having four, five right backs they can call up, right? Because yeah. you have Kyle Walker, you have Trent Alexander-Arnold, you have Reese James, and then you have Kieran Trippier. Now, granted, Trippier could sort of be like a left-back cover option, which means, uh, sorry, James, Justin, and Luke Shaw. I mean, I love Luke <laughs> Shaw, but I don't know what's been up with him lately. Um, but yeah. then that's, that's the thing, because I think Kyle Walker needs to be called up because... He's your right back and your center back option cover. Mm-hmm. For Reese James, he can cover center back. He can be a right wing back. He can cover the center, central midfielder. Mm-hmm. Like, he is an all around player. And then you have Trent. Like, for me, it's iffy with Trent because I think Trent is good. Ball at his feet, passing, phenomenal. Defensively, he lacks a bit. But that's where I would see Trent more so as maybe midfield, midfield coverage than actual defensive coverage. No, yeah. Um, I mean, he has a creativity, and I think that's what England needs right now, the creativity, definitely, because they just, I don't know, they, they haven't been scoring, like, goals. Well, because they, 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 fi- they play a 5-2-3. They usually have really Bellingham and Rice, but I don't think just Bellingham and Rice alone is going to be enough in that midfield. Mm-hmm. Or even a Calvin Phillips and a Rice is not going to just be mm-hmm. enough. You need that third person in there to break some Never. play up. No, I liked, uh, I think England in, uh, I think, 2018 World Cup, Sterling, I think it was uh, Kane was up top, and... um. Hey, you're forgetting the missing piece of the puzzle. One of the main starters. What's that? I'm, I'm going to show you right now. You Jesse ready? Ready? <laughs> Jesse Lingard. Jay Ling's my guy. No, yeah, Jesse, Jay definitely. Kings, bro. No, yeah. Jesse, if Jesse uh, was in the Euros, um, he would, they, they would have won it. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%, 100%, 100% I, I, I was saying that. I was saying that the whole time. 100%. They needed Jesse. No one, no one understands how much I love Jesse Lingard, bro. What a guy. What a guy. He's what a good guy. Good guy. Oh, man. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I'm nodding it. If he had hit the ground running at Nottingham Forest, I think he would have been in and shout for an England call-up. But also because you have all this young talent out, because you have the options of calling up Sancho, Rashford, Sterling, Kane, Ivan Tony, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Harvey Barnes, like James who, Madison. James well. Madison. Who do you, who do you choose? You know, uh, they're talking about James Madison. He's okay. I, I think his only issue has been he's been. Uh, suffering from injuries, no, yeah, and the fact that Brandon Rogers is not a game manager. To be perfectly honest, I just don't think he's good enough for Leicester. We talk about this time and time again in the show. Everyone's like, "Oh no, Brendan's good enough." Really, where's Leicester right now? It's when you have to enough. rely on Brendan Rogers to be creative and fix the team, where are they now? Danny Ward's the best goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. You can't just let go of Casper Schmeichel and no, think yeah. like no, everything's gonna be okay. Ridiculous. When I saw that, I was, I was like. Like it's crazy. Man, man's want, helped win you a cha- uh, uh, Premier League. And you should be like, yeah, nah, we're good. So I'm like, who's who, who are you guys uh, gonna replace him with? And yeah, like they're not they're not gonna but replace him. You, you're telling me you couldn't go in for a Dean Henderson alone. No, yeah, you're telling me you couldn't go for one of these like young goalkeepers that are these top clubs that want minutes. Like that's why I don't get either. Like don't get me wrong. Like Danny Ward's a professional. Like no, he's yeah. he's decent, but he's not that can start week in and week out for you, Premier League player. Like, he showed why he couldn't do that at Crystal Palace. Mm, yeah. Especially with the defense he has now. It's very, very, I don't know. Well, yeah, they lost, well, they lost Fofana. They didn't really get any coverage for yeah, them. I think they have the worst defense in the league. 
Because they, what, what no, do you they, expect them? No, they, yeah. Like, they they were, can't do they, anything. They were a solid team back then, but right now they, they just, I think they need to get a new manager and just new players. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you on that part. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to go through who was recently called up. So we have Nick Pope in goal, obviously. Mm-hmm. Kyle Walker, Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire, Reese James, Jude Bellingham, Declan Rice, Kyle Saka, Phil Foden, Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling, Ramsdale, Henderson, Trippier, Shaw, Cody, Tamori, Trent, uh, James Ward-Prowse, Jared Bowen, Jack Grealish, Mason Mount, Tammy Abram, Abraham. It's solid. It's solid. They have the players. They have the players. All those players. Tammy Abraham over like Ivan Tony. I don't know. That's about that. well. Here's the thing. Tammy Abraham. I think Tony. I think I'll Tony is slightly any, better. Any, any I don't know, dude. That's the thing. I'm like, because Ivan Tony's been sensational in the Prem, but then. Tammy's been doing it for a whole yeah. season Tammy. at Roma, and he's continuing his form in it's this next season as well. Roma, it's just it's been at Chelsea. Well, Chelsea, yeah. he was. I think the issue with him at Chelsea was that he just didn't suit the managers that were there. Like exactly. he, he's not a Lampard player. Like he is a Mourinho player through and through. Oh yeah. Like that, yes. you put him in a Mourinho team, and he'll be successful. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I think Tammy's my man. Tammy's my man. I, I take him over any. I, I don't know. I put him up there with with Harry Kane. <laughs> I don't know. Because Ivan Tony, I think, deserves a shout, too, because he's a really versatile in that front line. Also, he's versatile in his skill set, like, just as, like, Harry Kane. He can pass the ball. He can take a free kick. He's phenomenal in the air. His shot is on point. Yeah, definitely. I just think it comes to experience, I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Tame just just been playing more. Just I don't know. He's been more involved with the England squad. I can't believe Tony hasn't gotten a move away from Brentford yet. No, yeah. Well, I, I like... think I think here's the thing: his that supernova season he had in the championship. People wanted to wait till the next season, see how he did. He had a half and half season just because he had to take himself out of the game so much because he had to cover for the deficiencies with players getting injured and stuff. Yeah. So and then plus when Erickson came in a little later in the season, it helped him out big time. Yep. And then now this season, you're sort of seeing like what happens when you have a whole team supporting somebody. Yeah. And it's also the issue of where would he go if he was to leave, right? Yeah, that's true. Like where does he fit in at certain clubs? Because at Premier League club, I don't see him fitting in a lot of places. No, yeah. Like maybe a United, but I wouldn't want him to risk his career. Like I'm a Manchester United fan <laughs> through and through. Yeah. I love Manchester United, but that's a huge risk right there yeah. for your career. Oh, yeah, definitely. Chelsea. They could use a striker, but don't you dare get the number nine shirt. That's yep. cursed. Don't cursed. get like get like ninety nine or get tw- like get something. Just don't get the number nine shirt. Oh, yeah. I mean, Arsenal has Gabby Jesus. Gabby Jesus yeah, has been clear this season. Yeah, they don't need a striker anymore. I mean, Man City, they have, <laughs> they, have, they have Holland and Julian Alvarez to go to if they want to. Like, uh, do we think Holland's gonna? Uh, first off, on match week, yeah. we made predictions here that Holland's guaranteed seventeen to twenty plus goal season. Yeah, definitely. We, yes, he is. Do, but do we think he's going to break? Like, I've had people tell me he's going to break 40. I don't know whether that one. <laughs> he may get like 30, 35. I, think I don't 30. think he's going to hit 40. Because like, do you think he can keep getting like back-to-back hat tricks week in, week out? Gonna, like, I think it's possible. I just, I, but I think he's, I think he can hit the 30 mark, definitely. Oh, yeah, the 30. Yeah. But 40, 40, 40 is just very like. Here's the thing. You know, if he keeps his form up and he plays every single game and gets at least a goal a game. Because yeah. think about it. He's yeah. gotten what? 12 goals in only 8 games? No, oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. If I'm not, if I'm mistaken, you could double check me, fact check me if I'm wrong. I like to be fact checked because sometimes I throw out random numbers and I'm like 100% off the mark. But. The thing is, yeah, there's, there's injuries. There's injuries. I just... I yeah. Just, like, he got injured last thing, last season with Borussia Dortmund. It, uh, well, during- you want... I was talking about this, people. I think those injuries with Dortmund last year 
were like him exaggerating it to make sure he didn't get injured for City. I think it was just him trying to take care of himself because he couldn't care less about breaking the goal record in the Bundesliga. Because he, he played 28 games and scored 25 goals in the Bundesliga. Yeah. I think it wasn't only that, though. I mean, Norway... I mean, I don't know. I watched Norway. If Norway had Hallam at that time as well, they would have won to the World Cup. Definitely as well. Agreed 100%. No, yeah. And then uh, Borussia with the, with the Champions League. I don't know. They needed help as well. I mean, Holland. Borussia Dortmund, they... Uh, there's something with the physios because they go from them signing, like... 12 players to replace players that left and to replace injuries to yeah. having nine players already injured in the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. What's the stat? He has 11 goals in seven appearances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to do that math, hold on. So, 11 out of seven. So then if we were to do that times 38 and divide that by seven. He has five goals over he, Harry Here's the thing. If he keeps up this form, he will hit 58 goals by the end of the season. <laughs> If he plays all thirty-eight games, if he if he keeps up this goal-scoring form, the math has showed that he'll be he'll be expected to score fifty-eight goals. Crazy. He's gonna slow down. I don't think he's gonna keep it up. I don't. It, I, think, I, don't I, I, I think. I think it's <laughs> yeah, gonna. De- I think it depends because I think after he plays every team once, mm. I think they're all gonna figure out sort of like, oh, how do we mark Holland out of the game? Whereas they'll might they might still lose the city because they obviously have talent surrounding Holland that they'll yeah. score. But I think it might slow down his scoring tally. But if he comes up against a Bournemouth again, he better be getting like nine goals. Then. You, can't, oh, yeah. you can't even really mark him because if, like, he literally sits right in front of the net, and if that ball deflects right off the keeper, he's gonna. Mm-hmm. Just well, gonna I don't think he in. only does that. I think the reason why he's be able to score so well that he can go from running in the ball and taking a shot to getting it in the air. Yes, he knows how to find the right space in his off the ball movement. He's not someone that can be sort of underrated in that regard. No, yeah, I don't think he's gonna slow down. Yeah, he has no World Cup to, to look forward to. He's gonna like he just rests, you know. He's not gonna play all. He's gonna come back from international though. break. Yeah, but here's the thing: fire, when when, when international break comes to the World Cup, he's not playing. Oh yeah. Mm. So he's gonna have that month off. Yeah. So he's gonna be like, yeah, you keep training though. <laughs> no, you no no no. You go you go to the training ground every day. You get your work done while they're on break, please. Thank you. <laughs> oh no, yeah. No, he's not gonna slow down. I don't I don't I don't see it. I def, like, I just think he might get injured, but. He's not gonna slow down. I don't know. As long as he plays up uh, up top, it's just it's a constant goals. Even twenty minutes, thirty minutes, it doesn't matter how long he plays. He's gonna get at least like one shot off. It's just I don't know. Guaranteed goal up there. Who? Here's my question. So when it comes to the England team, who do we think is like close to being called up? That should be, but like that's close to getting there. Close to getting called up. Ivan oh. Tony. <laughs> I, guess I really Tony. think he should be called up. I agree with you, but then it's just like, but like over who, you know? They had a lot of mil- midfielders in that. The list you just said, there's a lot of midfielders. You could definitely replace one of those midfielders with another striker. Honestly, the only person who you can maybe replace on this list that I'm looking at, here's the thing, if you swap out players like, I, I actually I can't say Eric Dyer because he's been class for... Mm-hmm. No, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good for Tottenham this season. Um, James Ward, Ward-Prowse. What about him? Dead ball specialist, though. Like, yeah, that's yeah. someone like... Wait, that's like you the only... Like, it's a good midfielder. Yeah. But is he going to start? He's not going to... He's, gonna, he's reliable. He's, he's reliable. He's reliable. He's going to be one of those I think that's like options. the good thing about him. He's reliable. You know? I mean, but then you also have players like Mount, who hasn't been performing that well this yeah. season. Who? Mason Mount. Mason you got Mount. Jack Grealish. He wasn't called up, isn't No, he was, oh. but... Then again, like, he's had an off-season, so like, how, yeah, where do we expect him to really be? I think he, I think he could perform. Can't rule him out. I, I think the one person... I think there's a few players that we can sort of talk about. 
real quick, if I pull, I made a little list before the show. Do we, Sancho and Rashford, I think it's a hot topic. Do we see them getting, Rashford, I don't know about Sancho. You don't know, wait, I think it's the opposite around yeah. people, opposite way, I think people are like, yeah, Sancho's clear, Rashford maybe. You're the first person I've heard to vice versa. Well, Rashford's been pretty hot lately. Exactly. He has Sancho been so has Sancho, has though. Been as well. Yeah. But well, I think that's, I think unfortunately it's because United hasn't played a Premier League game in 24 days mm. because of like random postponements and yeah. RIP and Queen Lizzie. We hope you're doing well up there. Um, <laughs> I think because of stuff like that, they've sort of been like falling behind. You know what I'm saying? No, oh, yeah, but um, I mean, who's on the right side right now for, uh, for what you call it? Uh, England? England, I think it's either, it's, oh, it's Bukayo Saka. Soccer, yeah. There's no Soccer. way you're not Soccer benching over, Soccer, Soccer over uh, uh, Sancho any day. S- really? On the, on the right side, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think it's because Saka's better going forward or because of how well he can cover the midfield coming back? I think it's both. I don't, I don't think he's a better forward player than Jane Sancho. I think he's a better, def- like he's better at attributing to the midfield. Well, than last Sancho. season with England, of England. You can't rule him out. Saka is just the man. He, I think he won the uh, thing best player for England. Uh, uh, I, I think he was best young player. Right? Best young player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he could cover right? left back. He covered right. You think Saka, Rashford, and Sancho, all three missed the penalties. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Explain dope. that. I think that's where we have to question Southgate. It's like you're really subbing on no. three players in the 118th minute, who've never, who's realistically. Have never taken a penalty in such a big match in no, their yeah. careers. Realistically, like yeah, they can have. They've had a couple of Champions League performances, a few like you know like finals type stuff. But to be in a Euro final and saying, "Hey, do this," like where was the expectation? Uh, I never there? understood that the substitutions that he made. Uh, I was watching the game and I saw that the substitutes happened. I'm like, they're about to go to penalty shootouts. They're putting in like three inexperienced par- players. I don't know. I I, I didn't see like. What was the need for that? You should just kept. I forgot who, who he subbed out for. Um, but I just um, was, three three young players. You can't you can't have that. What do we think of the likes of like uh, Jordan Henderson? Henderson's been doing pretty good, but he, he mean, didn't get called up. I, he didn't get called up, but the thing is that he got injured. Oh. With Liverpool, he's sort of been in and out of the side. Like, do you think we like they have to call him up for experience, or is that like a? I think they need him. Yeah. They need him. He's there for a veteran presence, I Ramsdale, think. Ramsdale, Henderson, and uh, Pope. Because I'm pretty sure Pickford's injured right now. If I'm not mistaken, Pickford, I think he's injured. Well, yeah. Well, they have Pick. Well, they they call up. They have Pickford, Pope, and Ramsdale. Those are their three goalies right now. Ramsdale's I mean, gonna. I just. Like, I think Ramsdale's gonna get. Pick, out of Pickford there. is my guy. I'm an Everton fan. No, yeah. But I think it, out of the three, it's gotta be Nick Pope. Nick Pope is the, fire, is the is the doing pretty good. In my opinion, Nick Pope is the best shot stopper out of the three. Mm. I think Pickford just has the just he's been I, in the squad uh, P- for so Pick, long. Pickford has the highlight reels, right? Yeah. yeah. From like that first the 2018 World Cup, those like free kick saves, the Euros, he was half decent. Yeah. I think Everton he started off well, but then he started to slow down a little bit though. Ramsdale, I think his distribution is better than the both of them. Definitely. But he does. I would say he. I think he just slightly lacks, not the positioning, but like the reflexes that like a Pope has. And even so, Nick Pope's six seven. Like what could be a difficult state for Pickford? It's like, oh, let me reach my hand out real quick. You know, that he's just a tall, lanky guy. Definitely depends on like the scenario. A hundred percent. What do we think of someone like a Dominic Calvert-Lewin? 
He's my boy. I love Dobbin. I love. DCL. I I love DCL. If you were to tell me, but this and if like, he keeps when he, blowing when Hamas out, was there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if, if he keeps blowing out his knee and getting injured, I don't see him getting to the England team anytime but. soon. Mark Gahey. Do we think it's too early? Mark, oh, the defender. Um, yeah, too early. I think too it's early. Too early. Yeah. Max Tillman, center back. He's been lights out last season and this season as well. I think the current squad that England has right now is pretty spot on. I, I don't know. I think it's pretty spot on. They have. It's like I don't. I don't think anyone like really comes close to Connor Gallagher. No. <laughs> no. Um. This is a good one. Uh. Emil Smith Rowe. No. That's not. That's not even like a contender for you. What about Jack Harrison from Leeds? Who's been? He's. Who's been doing really good? He's been decent. He's been really but, good. No. <laughs> but no. No, 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 sorry, no, no, no. I think I think this this call is pretty spot on. They have right now. It's just what about they need to put the players together. Ryan Sessegnon. I'm gonna keep throwing names at you. I want to hear it. I feel like you need to like Sessignon. the older players that are in the squad right now that maybe like just edge the edge the spot in the squad. I feel like it's better to bring in those like younger players. Well, here here are the Sessegnon is is decent. Yeah, it's just I Chilwell, Chilwell and Shaw for England. It's just. Yeah, but I, 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 Luke Shaw, he's been playing for England these past couple of days. And I still, I don't think he has that form he had last time around. Okay, what about Chilwell? Chilwell, Chilwell, oh yeah, no, Chilwell's gonna be a guaranteed starter. Exactly. But it's the point of like, who could you have as a backup? Because God forbid if Chilwell gets injured again. But then again, if you call up Trippier, is Trippier gonna be considered your left back option? Like who, who are you gonna call up? Are you gonna call up all four right backs? Not Saka. I mean, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, so. Out of the fullbacks that were called, it was Trippier, Luke Shaw, Kyle Walker, no. Reese James. Boys, you're, I don't think you're going to believe this, but there was no... There was no Chilwell. Chilwell's not called up. Who were the left backs? For the World Cup. No, for, for right now. Oh, for right now. He'll be called Because they called up Connor Cody. They called up Luke mm-hmm. Shaw. They called up Tamori. Trent. Um, they called up... Reese James, Eric Dyer, Harry Maguire, Kyle Walker. They're they're definitely gonna play. They play that five at the back. They're gonna have to. If they're only gonna, they're not gonna bring up Chilwell. They're gonna have to. The Reese James can also play center back. They're gonna have to. Well, that's the thing. Well, like, we most of those right backs can slot in a center back. Well, two of them, right? Kyle yeah. Walker and Reese James can slot in a center back if need be. But Reese James is better out wide. I think yeah. Kyle Walker needs to play center back. He's gonna have to play center oh, yeah. back because I'm I'm getting a little worried for Kyle Walker just because we saw it in the Newcastle game. Granted, Saint Maximin's a fast, like explosive player, can yeah. cause problems for anybody. But I've never seen Kyle Walker struggle so much against a player in the time I've watched him play. Yeah. He's aging, but. He still has experience, but that's the but that's why I think he'd be a great center back option because he knows like when's the right time to step up, drop yeah. back. He has great. He still has great recovery pace. That's not something a lot of England center backs have. Yeah, I think it comes to experience. He definitely has that, and especially I, with the like the young. Uh, if, if they stick with the back three, he has to be playing that back three. Oh, yeah. it, was Eric Dyer called up? Or yes, no? he was. Yeah, he's gonna probably be playing back there also. But that's the thing. So if it's a back three, I think it should be Kyle Walker, Dyer, and Tamori. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Maguire's still getting called up, I think it's ridiculous. I think, no, I think Magu- it should be Maguire, Dyer, and... um. You really think Maguire should be started? Maguire, okay, you look. That it, no. Maguire United. Uh, no, no. But, Maguire but that's still at, a factor. Maguire, that's Maguire still a factor, at England, though. At England, it's just, it's, he's a different He's a different guy. I, I know, I think but, he's a different guy. but still, dude, that's... you that. <sighs> okay, look, I saw the last game. He had to he take the pen that he gave to uh, Germany, I think it was... Uh, 
he fouled Musiala. He yeah. the ball away. I, I, you know, it's just, he's just too he's he's too unreliable. I think it just it's just, you still need him. I don't know for England, you just still need him. I don't know who, who else would you call up? Tamori. Okay, Tamori. No, Tamori was in the. You still have Connor Cody. We still had the likes of Max Kilman, Mark Gahey. We can call up over him. There's quality center backs. We still have John Stones when John, when John Stones is fit right now. Who's he's been great in the back line for City. I feel like he gets start over him. I just think like on current form, okay, you won't pick up McGuire, but I just think they need them. Current form the past two years, my guy. We mean current form. You Engl- know, England for England for England. For Harry Maguire, England, bro. For, for the t- is 2020 Euros. Oh my God, you're you're not looking Colombia right now. You're looking like Brexit, my dude. <laughs> That's how you're sounding right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I don't know. Maguire needs to be in that. Squad. Garrett Southgate is gonna play him. It, he's gonna play. He's, him. he's exactly. gonna. He's gonna play him. Okay, so now this, the new topic is gonna be who can we surround around Harry Maguire to make sure he plays well. That's the question. Southgate. Southgate. <laughs> Southgate's will hold his hand in the field. Here's how we kick a ball. No, yeah. Um, Dyer, Dyer's really aggressive. aggressive yeah, I, I think. Back. So with the likes of Kyle Walker, they, they, all the experience there and just like aggressiveness, I don't know. I just, I so the fullbacks, well, here's the thing. Chilwell wasn't just called up recently. So then who whose spot does Chilwell take? Um, I think just Chilwell on the left back. Left back. And then I'll, I'll have Trent on the right. Or Reese, I don't know. It's, it's really like a debate. But I'll take, I'll take uh, just Trent for the creativity. Because that's what they need right now. It depends on the situation. I'm trying to think. Because, like, the the best way I always explain Trent is as if David Beckham played right back. Yeah. That's the best way to explain it. It is. But it's just, he's, he's really good. I don't know. He's You can't you can't just, um like, take out his, his creativity. Yet. Like, they need the creativity from Trent. I don't know. They just need his cre- uh, creativity. But I feel like they have a lot of creative players, though. You have a Harry Kane that's able to drop back to the midfield and spring balls if he wants. You have the likes of Declan Rice. You don't need Harry most... Kane to drop back. You yeah, but that's, but that's that's the point need. I'm making, though. If he's able to drag a defender with him, create yeah. space for your wingers to cut inside and play a ball, he's able, he has the ability to do that. That's a creative play that comes out of him. And if that's you also a, have the likes yeah. of Jude Bellingham, who's one of the most oh, yeah. sensational up-and-coming creative talents. When it comes to Borussia Dortmund right now, yeah. all of their play is coming through Jude Bellingham. No, if, if Kane does lose that role where he has to drop back or drag a defender, then Sterling and Sancho. Then that, that I agree. Do you think Jared Bowen deserves a shout? Bowen, no. Because of, like of what he's had to deal with at West Ham from last season, like Mikel Antonio getting injured, he's had to rotate all around that front line, having to do more work than that's expected of him and still have a solid season. No. I, I feel just, like he should be considered, but like only if there's like an injury. Like I don't think he should just be called up. But like, if, just to be called. Well, here's like, the thing: yeah. Would you much rather have a Jack, Jack Grealish or Jared Bowen in your team right now? Even though Jack Grealish doesn't really, uh, he hasn't been really playing, but he has he hasn't scratched that lineup, right? The Man City one, Austin Villa, Jack Grealish. Yeah, like, <laughs> if, like <laughs> I feel like he can still I play. Think, I still, th- Austin I still Villa. think that I'll take him over Jared Bowen right now. I, I say this all the time: Jack Jack Grealish is a through and through. Like if Sir Alex was still at United, he would have bought him even when Villa was like in a championship type yeah, player. Yeah. Like he doesn't, he's not like this. Uh, there's certain players I've talked about all the time that are like this. There's like a Dimitri Payet is a perfect oh. example of this. Someone who is great at, I would say a lesser team, but a team where you can be a focal point, yeah, where the ball's coming through you, where you can be your best creative self, to where at a city you're a system player. Yeah. Everyone fits the system in a certain way. 
And to City's point, that's why we've seen someone like Zinchenko and Gabby Jesus do so well at Arsenal because they played in a system for a long time, and now they have this footballing ability they didn't have prior. But then again, Jack Eulish, he already had great footballing ability prior, and he just doesn't fit in that system. I think Jack Eulish... I think he just. But then, what about Phil Foden then? <laughs> because now oh. I had to throw Phil Foden into the conversation if you want to bring oh, up yeah. a Grealish. Phil Foden. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about Phil Foden. But you see, but this is, this is the struggle right now. It's like, do you go with more of the younger guys or do you trust some of the older guys? I mean, what's older guys? Like, I like it's Jack Grealish. That's well, older. Jack Grealish is he's twenty. So do you trust? Do you trust the players that are like what 20, 25 and plus, or do you go nah, for the U twenty threes? Foden all day. Yeah, Foden. It just depends what you put on. I used I used to like sort of not like Foden, but then yeah. with everything happening with Greenwood, I was like, yeah, Foden's a good guy. We don't know who that other guy is. Yeah. What no, Greenwood? Yeah. Who's that? Um, I think it just depends where you put Foden in the squad as well. Well, yeah, do, yeah, that's a great point. Does he, is he gonna be playing centrally or is he gonna be playing out wide? Yeah, but I think centrally is safe. Well, if they play in midfield too, can he play in midfield too with just midfield. only one other person next to him? Because if they play like a three four three or if they play a, a five a five three two. Or if they play a five-two-three, it all just uh, it depends what Southgate wants to do. No, yeah, I, th- I think he's obviously gonna play more defensive because that's just Southgate's game. I don't know. You can't play three midfielders with that team. You have Harry Kane and Tammy Abraham as your strikers. They're not pacey at all. You need those wingers on the right and left side. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Tammy has some pace too, but it's just the point that it's a waste to play centrally when you have so much wide talent. Yeah. I think that's the exactly. point. No, yeah, I, I think I don't know. They, they need to like change the formation around. I just. They need they need them more attacking. Uh, they can't they can't do a three four. I don't think their defense is good enough for a three four three. They can't handle four at the back. <laughs> I mean seriously though, because if you do a four at the back, who do you start at the four at the back? Four three three. No. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. But if you do a four three three, who starts four at the back for England? Definitely like um. My I think someone still thinks I'm sleeping. My apologies. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Shaw Shaw he saw it a little bit for England, but. I don't know. I'll take Chilwell for the attacking output. Yeah, so you have Chilwell left uh, back, and who's your, who's the two center backs that you trust to be in that back line? Dyer, Dyer, and uh, Kyle Walker, I guess. If you if you're not going for the McGuire agenda, <laughs> McGuire agenda, <laughs> just like just legitimately, who do you think should be? If there's a back four, who's the starting two? McGuire and Dyer. McGuire and Dyer. And it has to be McGuire and uh, what's Ma- it called? And uh, Kyle Walker. I think those you have. Gareth Southgate is going to play McGuire. He's going to yeah. be playing in that England squad. So it's gonna probably be McGuire and Kyle Walker, and then Reese James or Trent on the I right. I think they're both, uh, both, either Kyle Walker or Dyer. It doesn't matter. They're, they're both pretty decent. But I think Dyer just for the, oh, uh, I guess. I think for his form, do you, do you think his form. his form is like really what carries over too? No, yeah, and definitely. Like, I feel like he could carry the ball up more since he's also like he also plays that central defensive. So mid wait, one second. So Dyer's form can carry over, mm-hmm. but Harry Maguire's form can't carry over. I'm, I'm getting confused with the arguments here, boys. It's just it's just more. It comes to the international squad, you know. Like, no, I get what There's you're different yeah, players, yeah, yeah. you know, like Memphis. Memphis for Netherlands is just a different like level, you know what I mean? Like he's like one of the best well, players. No, for the Memphis anywhere but Barcelona is a different level. Let's just be real. Yeah, right now. yeah definitely, like, exactly. Because you know, Barcelona don't know how to use them. That's, no, yeah, the point. that's also another point. Yeah, but I just think like there's like different players that different coaches that just use players differently. And, yeah, obviously. exactly. You know, so that's why it comes to a different sense. I'm trying to use examples, but um, who else could I think of? Um, I don't know. While you're thinking, real quick, you were listening top of the hour on WMC Upper Montclair. Oh yeah, oh. you guys just looking at me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's already eleven o'clock. Top. We got yeah. the top of the hour over oh, okay. here, guys. Good. All right. All right.
well, let's see. We have sort of. Are we done with England? Do we see like ah, England, we're done with you. Like leave us alone. Yeah, yeah. I think I think with this pl- current players the squad, the squad they have right now, it's solid. It's, it's good players. They just need to put them together. And now I have a question. What do we think of Belgium? Belgium. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna overperform. I do you think, think they'll overperform finally? Like, do you I think they're actually think gonna, they're gonna do well? I think they're gonna do well. I think it's just their defense. Yeah. Defense. Their offense is very solid. The, their back four. Nah, it's probably really bad. Mm. <laughs> they have the keep. They have the keeper, but like their center backs and their back four, it's like iffy. But like they have the offense. Like they have. I, the I think Kaku. Belgium. They're like always like number one ranked in like mm. the, like the FIFA like rankings. Yeah, and like, but but they I, never have won like an international trophy. It's just, I, I I think I think that for Belgium this year, the fact that they have more center backs besides Jan Vertonghen and Toby Alderweireld. By the way, mm. they're still playing. Yeah, I can't believe that. Uh, Jan Vertonghen for Anderlacht and Toby Alderweireld for Royal Antwerp. No. Just, yep, if you could tell me what those are, I respect the audience. <laughs> uh, but they also still have Boyata. They they also have uh, Jason Denier. They have uh, Theate. Denier's not at a club, though. I think, that, I think he's a free agent. He is a free agent right yeah, now. Really? He needs a club. Well, because he was with Lyon, and then Lyon let him go. No, but he's a, he's a good defender. Nothing like. Well, I'm surprised no one signed him yet, no, though. Yeah. Like, did he like, do like, something? Like City. City should, like, I, th- I think they lost John Stones. Or maybe United... Or United, in. Everton. Well, <laughs> no, actually, no. Actually, or you Leicester, guys. Leicester. No, you guys got some great pickups with Connor Cody and James Tarkovsky. Yes, I don't want to hear do. anything out of Everton's yeah. mouth right now. I mean, our offense can't do anything, but like our defense is pretty solid. But we need we need DCL back. Like we have, we're starting Rondon <laughs> at striker. Like he doesn't do anything. Oh my god! Man. And then we're then if we don't start him, we're starting no strikers at all. So. After Rafa Benitez, it's just he he destroyed us. Alan no, but I would no, no, no. I would not blame Rafa Benitez because the Everton. The best way to explain Everton is that they are the lesser version of the issue the United's going through right now. Everton has no board to solidify them. They have no like backroom staff to help them out. It's all always just a manager and figure it out. Like that's why they've had financial fair play issues. That's why they have so much stuff going on. It's literally United's issues on a smaller scale. For Everton, so I wouldn't blame Rafa because Rafa at Newcastle, what he was able to do with Newcastle with no funding and keep them in the Prem for three seasons, mm-hmm. to go down to the Championship, bring them back up and stay, I think is impressive. For I Rafa. wouldn't really say it's much of like the board not supporting it because Ancelotti, like they brought in like Ancelotti, yeah, but Ancelotti that, brought in, but, like, but that's the point wanted. I'm making though is that like when Ancelotti was there, there there was nothing to sort of build around Ancelotti for. It was just sign two players, which was Allen and James, and hope for the best. I mean, he signed some good play. Like once, once Rafa came in, he just started pushing all the no, players out of the lineup. Exactly. Like he started he building away his own. Hummus. He started away Digne. Yep, Digne. Yeah, Digne. I can't believe we got rid of him. I, I was very. It's ridiculous. Was it, but is it sort of a good thing because him at Villa now he's still struggling? Because Digne is not the same as he was before. No, he wasn't. He isn't. Yeah. But, but I think if you stayed on Everton, ke- I think he would have kept that form. Exactly. He knows the he knows the squad. He's been he he was amazing at Everton. No, he didn't. No, and I agree with you. I think out. I think Digne was probably Digne's cross with with uh, with, with Calvert Lewin in the middle. Are you giving his free kick, dude? Are we just gonna forget that free he was, kick too? Exactly. We, dude, are we gonna forget he was the second coming of Leighton Baines on a free yeah, kick? Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah, no, definitely. But um, but for Belgium, as we saw on the topic, yeah. There's one player I'm really excited about the plays in the midfield for them. And it's Hans Vaneken. Oh, he's nice. He's for nice. those of you who don't know, he plays for Club Rouge. He's a central midfielder. And every time I see him play, like, I, like, really, why are you watching Club Bru- Bruges for? I, this is, 
This is match week, guys. Football is a good team. We we I watch all types of football. Nice. Okay, <laughs> just for the audience here. All right, I gotta be my ball knowledge gotta be on point for all of you. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> so Hans Vanekin, I think is someone who's gonna compliment Kevin De Bruyne very very well. Okay. Plus they have the likes of Yuri Tielemans, solid. Then Donker, Thorgan Hazard, Axel Witzel. And De Bruyne, obviously. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I'd have to say De Bruyne. I thought it was just like an obvious thing, like no. KDB. Like, a solid midfield 100%. and solid attack. You know, Lukaku, who else you have? Hazard. Well, Hazard injured Curry right now. I don't know. I don't know. But you guys know Mishi, Mishi Bashuai? Bashuai. Bashuai, yeah. Fenerbahce. Dries Mertens at Galatasaray after being at Napoli for years. Mm. No. <laughs> hey, Trussard for Trussard. Brighton. Oh, wow. Yeah, Trussard. Definitely. Luca Bacchio has been doing... A decent job. Okay. De got a move from Club Bruges to AC Milan. He's been doing great. Yeah. And you also have Salamakers. Salamakers, mm-hmm. yeah. Who I think is the only like iffy player out of that team, honestly. Salamakers. Because he hasn't been that solid for AC Milan. Like if you ask any Milan fan, they get like agitated when you talk about Salamakers. Really? Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I kind of like. I, I, I actually talked to an AC Milan. I went to uh, Italy like this over the summer. AC Milan fan. I talked with him. He, he likes Salamakers. Like, I don't know. My brother, I think it's because he scored my, a winning my, goal or something. My, my, my brother's Maybe a diehard AC Milan fan. Yeah? I have a few friends that are diehard AC Milan fans, and then they want they want to freak out every time they see him on the pitch. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, they actually, like, they get, like... But they always push the Tenali agenda. It's like, it's like oh, yeah, Tenali's What do you mean Tenali agenda, bro? Tenali's they, they, class. They love Tenali. There is no Tenali agenda. <laughs> There's no agenda for Tenali. Tenali's <laughs> just actually class, my guy. Okay, yeah, that's true. Definitely. I feel, I, I feel like we're, like, butting heads here. <laughs> First, you think McGuire's like deserves a start. <laughs> now you think like Tenali, there's like an agenda for him. Nah. Just let me let me know how you feel. Just let me know how you feel. Nah, what are you gonna say next? Look, Telly's not good. <laughs> okay, okay. You cannot Great. say that. Oh, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna unlock the door for you there. So you can just turn around. No, uh, no. But uh, Belgium, they have a squad. Squad. It's just the defense that lacks a little bit. But I my think... my only concern is the fact that it's Roberto Martinez in charge. But then again, Courtois can save him. If he no, can save yeah. Real Madrid no. and carry them in a Champions League final, you're going to tell me right now. No, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. He did carry Exa- yeah, Okay, okay. I will in, agree the with final, that. in the final, he did carry In the like, final, crazy, like, the fact that you're them. able to stop like three insane shots from no, Sadio yeah. Mane and Mo Salah, I think it's like. I think okay. that was like the best performance of like a goalkeeper I've ever seen on TV. I agree with you on that <laughs> one. Like, Neuer's had some class games, yeah. but that was absolutely insane. No, yeah. Insane. But, um, no, they they have a good squad. I think they'll have a good run, just not win it all. Not win it all. I want I want to just keep going over this real quick. Let's see. No, like the Netherlands. Also, Netherlands. Netherlands I'll pull that up right now. No, Netherlands yeah. national team. The Netherlands. They have oh this new player. I mean not new. I mean a Gakpo. Oh, oh yeah, Cody geez. Gakpo. Here's the thing. Like last season, he had a great season with PSV. Yeah. But, but I think he has the most goals and assists in um. I yeah, think. but guess guess who's the coach of Netherlands right now? Who? My boy, the man who won us the FA Cup, fell on the floor while arguing with the referee, Louis Van Hall, <laughs> LVG. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> love that man. Um, no, but easy. So for goalkeepers, I think it's the only concern for Netherlands right now. Yeah, because you have Sillison, Flecken, Nopert, and Passer. Yeah. <laughs> like just there's other names alone. I'd be a little concerned because Sillison's the Tim only cool. like Tim cool. in and out. <laughs> Tim. Tim Cruel keeps it cool. <laughs> Defensively, I think they're this is the most solid defensive line you ever see. Tyrone Malasia, baby. Yeah. He put most solid in his back pocket, my guy. No, yeah. And it, Dumfries. 
Dumfries is class. No, yeah. Well, they have Daily Blind still. Yeah. DeVry, Van Dyke, uh, Ake, the lick that Byron's been different. Yeah. Uh, they have Yuri and Timber. Oh, yeah. And they have Rinch. Oh, yeah. That's a really good That's back a solid back. The only, I'm not going to lie. The only person I'm worried about here is Van Dyke. Because yep. he just suffered an injury. Well, injury wise, yeah. Suffered an injury, and plus he's just been off this season. Yeah. He's Van Dyke. He's Van Dyke. <laughs> he's, he's Virgil. He's big rich. No, yeah. But I think the thing about Van Dyke is that he needs a midfield to support him. And there's no midfield. It's the same thing with Harry Maguire in a sense. I'm not saying, don't worry. I'm not saying, the, before the audience starts freaking out, I'm not saying Harry, Harry Maguire is Virgil Van Dyke. No. <laughs> I'm saying that he's the type of player that needs help from the midfield. Because the way how the modern game is played, if your midfield will not help you, you will be struggling a lot in the defense. Definitely. That's the point I'm making. So for all Liverpool fans out there, just breathe in with me and breathe out. No one is insulting your God. It's okay. Right. The question is, who do you have in the midfield for uh, Netherlands? I'm going to tell you that right now. So they have Martin Darun, Bergwies, Klassen, uh, De Jong just picked up an injuries, Koopa Miners, Gravenberch, and Taylor. Mm. And then front line, you have Woot Weghorst, the six foot seven God. <laughs> Uh, Brian Brobbery, uh, yeah, uh, Cody Gakpo, Bergwine back on the up with Ajax, yeah, and Memphis Depay. Yeah. Depay, Gakpo, and Bergwine. Sure. That's all you yeah. have to. It's, okay. nice. but it's just the midfield. The midfield. If Dion comes back and then, I guess, Graven Birch, uh, I think that's like the only two solid I see right now. What's the name in the midfield? Uh... Cooper Miners, Miners. Uh, Gravenberch, Darun. I mean, they have a solid midfield. I wouldn't be too solid, concerned. Plus, solid. they have they have players that can call up. Like that's the thing. Netherlands is the type of team where they can call up a lot. Of, they still have Genie Wine Alvin to call back up. Too. Yeah. Well, in Genie, I think he should have. I think it was okay for him to leave Liverpool, but not for PSG. Where did he go? Yeah, he, he, went, he went to PSG and now he's at Roma on loan. Oh, okay. he's with Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, he's gonna he's gonna start shushing everybody with Mourinho. He's gonna be like. <laughs> If I talk, I get in trouble. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, but Genie yeah, uh, Netherlands, that's a different player. There, he's so. always solid. No, yeah, he is. That's exactly. a player that you could rightfully say always been solid for a nation. No, yeah. Okay. Let's get that clear. Genie, De Jong, and then uh, who's the third guy? Um, Grav- uh, Gravenberch, yeah. Who's that's, a, that's a solid midfield. Someone tell me how Bayern gets Grav. We talked about this on the show before. Seven point five million plus add-ons, like twenty-one million for Gravenberch. That was insane. When I saw that, I was like, "That's a steal, steal, steal." No, oh, yeah. Now we're gonna head over to the red and green, Portugal. Portugal. So for keepers, you have Rui Patricio, Jose Sa, Diego, Co- Diego Costa. Different guy, not Diego. <laughs> not what we're thinking about. <laughs> I think it has to be Jose Sa starting keeper, right? Like I think there's no denying that. Yeah, he's been on fire. Jose Sa has to start. Defenders, guess who's still playing, boys? Guess who's still kicking about? Pepe, Pepe, bro. Pepe still kicking about. Mario Rui, Rafael Guerrero, Giao Concelo, Ruben Dish, (laughs) Ruben Dish, Um, Diego Dalo, Thiago Jallo, and Nuno Menge. Yeah, the pronunciations of the name. (laughs) Spot on, wow. On point. (laughs) We are cultured. Nice, nice. Well, I'm, I'm going to bunch I, of them about yeah, but I, 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 I still can't say Arayo, though. I still say Ray J. So no, I, yeah. I, I, I win and I lose sometimes. No, Here's about the thing. Defense, yeah. I used to always make the argument for like how like it should be a Nuno Men, Shao Cancelo starting oh. on the fullbacks. But 
Well, I don't have. want my bias to kick in. I really don't. No. But when when Diego Dalo gets a brace for Portugal and he's on fire for United, it's starting to make me think: Do we just start throwing Jao Cancelo in the midfield? Come and we have on. and we have Tia, no, and we have no. But you have to. You're telling you tell me Cancelo in the midfield is not going to kill him? on the wing. No. <laughs> on the wing, no. I can yeah. play a center mid. Oh no, yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know if you saw his team of the year, but with the way yeah, <laughs> I played him everywhere, shapeshifter, shifter. No, no, no. But no, definitely, I. That's the question that starts to arise now because for your center back options, you only really have Jalo, Diaz, and Pepe. So I think it's gonna be a Pepe, uh, Diaz, starting two, and they might swap out with Jalo halfway through the game if Pepe looks a little bit slow on the ball. Yeah. You have left back coverage and Mario Rui. You have Diogo Dalo. Cancelo can play anywhere. Here's the thing: the midfield is stacked. Let's be real, right? Yeah, now. it's yeah. stacked. You have Daniel Pereira, Carvalho. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been in the game like he's been in the game for how long? But yet, is still always half decent. Yeah. Jao Mario, he's finally made a comeback. He plays yeah. with Benfica. Solid. It's okay. I liked him better at West Ham personally. Mm-hmm. Bruno Fernandes. I love Bruno. No, he has to you be there. Play him. He has to be there. I, if you're starting Ronaldo, I don't think he can start. Bruno? Yeah. I, if Ronaldo starts, Bruno can't start. It's going to have to be Bernardo Silva over him. I guess so. But. Because cause here's the thing. You have Bruno, Rafa Silva, Bernardo Silva, Paulinha, Ruben Neves, Mateus Nunez, and Vitinha. And I think it might be a Bernardo Silva, Ruben Neves, and Nunez midfield. Yeah. And Bruno might have to be on the bench for this one. Who's the... No. What about the attack? You had to play Bruno. You had to play so Bruno. for forwards, you have Ronaldo, Horta, Jota, Felix, oh, Neto, Liao, and Ramos. First off, I think it has to be. Oh, dude, this is tough. Liao needs to start. Liao needs to start, but it, do you pick Pedro Neto? Do you pick Diogo Jota? Because Ronaldo starts. Diego Jota, any day. Yeah, but dude, Pedro Neto's been. He's been the reason why Wolves are scoring goals, bro. He's actually insane. It's going to be a hard decision. Come on, man. Yeah, but also he's playing with Portugal FC day in and day out. So when we talk about chemistry reasons, like who links up there with (laughs) players, you know. Diego Jota. Diego Jota, I I do think he deserves a shout. But he's sort of, he hasn't really been playing that much for Liverpool so far. It's been Nunez, Firmino, Luis Diaz, and Salah mostly. I haven't seen him get minutes lately. No. Is he just coming off an injury, or is it I'm just being ignorant because no, I don't like Liverpool? No, yeah, he came out from he came out from an injury. Oh, he that's came back from an injury because yeah. so, that's why I haven't seen a lot of him recently. No, yeah, Jao Felix though, mm. that's a tough one too. Yeah, that's very tough. I don't know. It just comes to, it comes to <laughs> here's my question: what, what's what, what's the harder choice, picking the Portuguese front line or picking the right backs for England? I want I want to know which one's the harder choice. I think it's probably. I don't know the right back. No, it has to be the forward line. Forward the forward line, line for Portugal yeah. is so tough. No, yeah, because then you tough. could have Felix play out wide anywhere he wants. Mm-hmm. Neto could play either side. Rafael Leal plays on the left. Jota yeah. can play anywhere in the front line. People are saying like Ronaldo's gonna be like a problem for the to, to, to be team. honest. If Ronaldo doesn't perform, he honestly could be right out of that lineup. Exactly. I think if he I doesn't, mean, here's the, I don't know. I dude. love Ronaldo. He could be out of that lineup. Very quickly. I agree with you, but that's gonna be tough. If the Portuguese manager benches Ronaldo, yeah, but if he doesn't after perform, Ten Hag's been benching him yeah. for a lot of games, I think Ronaldo will generally just be like, I'm done. Yeah. Like I'm going to the MLS. <laughs> I'm gonna link up with the sporting. New York Red Bulls <laughs> so that way I can go to MSU and go talk on Match Week. You know. <laughs> I must be down. We'll go talk a little bit later, but no, yeah. no I'll just say. No, but um, yeah, if Ronaldo doesn't perform, Diego Jota definitely has to start in that 
starting role, I guess. Or or Joel Felix. I don't know. <laughs> it's difficult. But for now, Ronaldo up top. And then Leia on the left. And uh, it depends. Like, probably Diego Jota or Felix on the right. I yeah. Now, on to one of the other big teams, Brazil. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, for keepers... They have like five. I don't care about the other three, to be honest. They have, we have Allison and Ederson. Who are we starting, boys? Allison. Yeah, it has to be Allison. I think it has he's, to be I Allison. think he's better than Ederson. They're very close, but I feel like Allison is. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I just man. don't think, Ed- I think close. Ederson close, is doesn't though. like for distribution. Obviously, Ederson, but no, but the, yeah, but they're both quality distribution. No, I just think it might have to be Ederson. Why? <laughs> I think for the sole fact that when you're used to playing in a higher. Let's be honest. Like I don't want to like talk badly about Liverpool, but Man City are just clear right now. I don't know. I think I think it's just because uh, he's playing with like a, an amazing defense up there. But that's the thing. It's like when you have someone week in week out who knows how to work with a good defense, who plays for a great manager, who plays in a in a and who knows how to play in a good team. I think that's something that has to be a priority. Allison just, I don't know, he's just, I don't know. I feel like whoever's in form at that well, kind here's of thing. moment is going to get we, the job. I, I, th- I think as soon as we figure out the back line, that's where we can sort of just decide who's going to be the keeper. Okay. So I'm going to let you know how many defenders they called up. One, two, three, four. <laughs> no. Yeah. They called up 14 defenders, Shoot. by the way. 14 defenders. For the international break, because they're testing out who. Okay. So for the international break, you're allowed, like, I think, up to 32 players or something, so they called up a lot. Yeah, so. It was Danny Alves, Thiago Silva, Alexandro, Danilo, Marquinhos, Felipe, Alex Tellez, Aranya, uh, Renan Lodi, Gabriel, Militao, Ortiz, Bremer, and Ibanez. Thiago Silva and... Silva has to be in that lineup. Silva and what was the guy? Um, Marquinhos. There you go. Old PSG. The experience. No shout for Militao. Oh, I, no, I love Mattel. I mean, but, what about Bremer still? Ibana, like that's. The, I think it, it just comes to, like, um, if, let's say Silva gets uh, injured or tired. <laughs> then you definitely either have a Mattel or um, Gabriel. Gabriel. Will we consider it back five? Yeah, I was. For I, Brazil or, like, a back. Or how about, I think a back three will work for them because they don't really have that many good fullbacks, to be honest. Three. Yeah, no, they don't. If, 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 if you do a back three, weak, their weakest point is definitely their fullbacks. Yeah, like if if if, if you do, well, it, it used to not be. Danny Alves got called up. Yeah, that's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Don't know why, but he <laughs> got called up. But I think if you do a back three of Thiago Silva, Marquinhos, and Militao, mm. and then because here's the midfielders they have: they have Coutinho, Casemiro, Everton, Fred, the goat, uh, Fabinho, Artur, Paqueta, and Bruno Guimaraes. Jesus. They can definitely play a back three. If they, if they play a back three and they have Bruno Gimaresh and... Man, I'm trying to see those dances up top. <laughs> I'm on. trying to think who the midfield three should be. Midfield three. That's that's very difficult. I think it should be Gimaresh, Fabinho, and Paqueta. Uh, Gimaresh's form has been a little little iffy. Well, no, he, he, he just suffered an injury, oh, injury yeah. like two true. weeks ago. That's true. But besides that... He's been playing as like a Champions League quality midfielder for Newcastle. Like he's been absolutely sensational for Newcastle. Yeah, but I think also because of the relationship he already has with Paqueta, playing with him at Lyon, I think helps big time. Yeah, I think bringing the solidity of a Fabinho yeah. would help a lot oh, too. Yeah, definitely. But then again, Casemiro, like, too. where does he go? Fred, where does he go? The goat. Like, come on. 
He's he's he, he, Fred, Fred is very he's the real LeBron James of soccer. <laughs> that Fred, right? That's no, insane. I, I do like Fred. I do like Fred. I will say. That. Okay, I, I will, I'm gonna say this. Fred is a highlight player. Like no, yeah, because he'll be like when you watch a game, it's like he's important. Why? Why is he like? Why is he there? He's so annoying to watch. And you look at the highlight highlight reel, and you didn't notice that against Atletico, he does some like flick faint through the legs of one of the Atletico defenders who goes through on goal, but then chokes the pass to Ronaldo. You know, like. <laughs> That, that's that's Fred in a nutshell. We'll do everything I think, right. I think he's until a work. I think he's a Brazilian Conte in a way. <laughs> nah, don't insult Conte. Conte Conte's filth. No, I I think Fred is just a workhorse. That's the best way to explain. Him. Yeah, hundred percent. No, yeah, he's a workhouse. Workhouse. Work work work. He does work at the house. That's right for that one. He he does work but, the house. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing for forwards though. I think this is gonna be really tough for forwards because they they were testing out Neymar, Firmino. Barbosa, Gabby Jesus, Richarlison, Rafinha, Pedro, Vinicius Jr., Matias Cunha, Rodrigo, Anthony, Martinelli. That's great. The thing is, it's like, it's the manager's too. He's going to start with Charleston. He loves with Charleston. He's been on fire for yeah. Also for Brazil, he's, he's, been, been, he's been on for fire. So, yeah, this is what, I'm, think, this is what I'm thinking right here. Left wing, Vinny, start, uh, striker, Richarlison, and the right, you're going to have Rafinha. Cause Rafinha no, Neymar? no Neymar? A Neymar is uh, Cam. Cam. Do you have him play behind him? Okay. Well, if we do the three at the back, that'd be four attack. Center attacking mid for Neymar. Or would that be four midfielders and three attackers? So you could do... Unless you want to play Neymar on the left, but I wouldn't. Because Vinny in the left, he's good. And you, if you could put uh, Neymar at center attacking mid. Because I was thinking if you supporting. do if you a 3-4-3, three, three, and then you just basically... You could start Neymar and Vinicius at the same time. Oh, well, mm-hmm. just the back three's got to defend more. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that midfield three of... Fabinho, Paqueta, and Bruno Gamarash would kill it. Mm. I'm trying to think, what's a good formation? You could do a 3-5-2. So you have the midfield three, two wingers, and basically two strikers. So you can have Neymar play more central as like a striker, mm-hmm. but he'll be like just free roaming. And you have Vinicius out left, and you can put either Richarlison or Gabby Jesus. Mm. And out right, you put Anthony. Richie yeah. can also he can play he can play out right also. Richard Anthony also. is a is a very solid right winger. I, I will say that. But, but I well here's the thing. Do you think it's Anthony or Rafinha? Uh, Rodrigo. Rodrigo, <laughs> my guy. Okay, he gets one glory moment in a Champions League. All right, you're sounding like every guy after they saw Hamas Rodriguez score one for glory the moment, bro. <laughs> exactly, Hamas Rodriguez made his career off one glory moment, bro. No. He's a clinical finisher, Rodrigo. That's what. That's what. Well, I don't know if they need that right now, but uh, if it comes to Anthony Rafinha, I think it depends on the current form as well. Well, uh, do we think of Matthias Cunha still gets a shout because he can play? He's a dynamic player as well. Cunha to start. Well, I, I'm saying, does he deserve a shout or even a Martinelli? Because Martin, Martinelli's been on fire too, or Gabby Jesus. The thing is, Martinelli he's a, he's a left winger, left winger, left midder, a striker too. It's a striker, but it's just over Vinicius or over. Um, Neymar, it just—I don't see it happening. Just, just imagine, like Neymar by you're saying. But don't get me wrong; I think Martinelli's class. I think he's, he's yeah, really but good. that's what I'm saying. It's so tough to pick the attackers right now for yeah. Brazil. But um, for me, it's just Vinny, Richarlison, and then right now, as of now, uh, Rafinha, Rafinha to right. Okay. If, we'll see going on performances from Anthony because you know he's still a little bit you know adapting to United, I guess. But also they've had twenty four games off, so you no, know. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the fact that like well, not twenty four games, sorry, twenty four days. Twenty four days, yeah. But now, on to the other big South American team, Argentina. Argentina, I think we all have to agree. Martinez starts in goal, right? I don't think there's anyone else that challenges yeah. him. Yeah. Defense, 
ultimately still makes it somehow. Yeah. Don't know how, but he no, still yeah. makes it. No, he's been he's been pretty good at Benfica. Uh, <laughs> they have uh, Pezella, Tagliafico, Acuna, Montiel, Martinez, Sensei, Romero, Medina, Foyth, Martinez, and Perez. Martinez and Otamendi. Martinez and Romero? What are you talking yeah. about? Oh, yeah. Romero. Okay. Romero, Acuna out left or maybe out right, and you start Tagliafico. Tagliafico, yeah. Or you you even do or you even do Acuna's uh, Acuna out left and Montiel out right. Like it all depends who you want to have rotated around for the fullbacks. Yeah. And then midfielders, you have Paredes, you have DePaul, uh, you have Rodriguez, you have Los Celso, Palacios, Molina, McAllister, Almeida, and Fernandez. Well, you need to pause. That, that's Messi's body, bodyguard right there. Messi's <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I, I, th- I think it should be a three of McAllister, DePaul, and La Celso. La Celso. And then who do you start in the front line, right? Because now you have Dabala, Messi, Gomez, Di Maria, Correa, the other Correa, Yaquin Correa, and Aniel Correa, Laturo Martinez, Nicolas Gonzalez, and Julian Alvarez. Uh Martinez. I think you have to start him as striker. Martinez. Martinez striker. Laturo Martinez striker. Uh, okay. Messi in that, I guess, central position. We'll have him out right. He's just going to veer around. Doesn't matter. Right. I'm going to have Di Maria all right. All right. And then Messi more central. So then would you much rather just have Metri- Messi? Messi. Why wouldn't you just throw Messi out left then? Because there's no really, there's no left mids that really fill in this team. So you have a front three of Messi, Di Maria, and Martinez that have Messi out left. Or vice versa, have Di Maria out left. Or Dabala center. Or or, maybe, or or you can put Dabala out left. Maybe Di Maria on the left, Messi on the right, and then Dabala center. Or I don't yeah, know. But now we're Latour Martinez though. Striker. Or are we, do, are we just doing three, three strike, uh, three four? Right now, the way I've set up is four three three. Four three three. Yeah. Um, I like I always go for the four three three attacking. Yeah, the cam obviously. No, the cam. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. usually always put like the most creative player in the middle. So Messi in the middle, Altero up top. I'll say Dimmer on the right, but um, on the left side, I think it's where they struggle, maybe. So then you want to do a Lo Celso, Rodrigo, and Messi in front. Yeah. Then you want to do Lauturo, Dabala, and, and Di Maria up top. Yeah. Sounds All right, I've struck that. Solid. Nice. It's nice. pretty solid. Now, the reigning World Cup champions, France. In goal, Mainan, obviously. Mainan. We have to go with him. Do we think like an Ariel or a Lafont deserves a shout, or is it just Magnan one hundred percent? I think Loris. <laughs> Loris. Loris. I don't know if Loris can keep up with these other guys anymore. Bro. I mean, uh, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll leave Loris as a shout. Loris will if, say if as a shout. A shout. He didn't get called okay. up. He didn't get called up. Okay, but he will. He will. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, bro. If there was if, if there was a money line and I had to put a bet, I wouldn't be sure about calling him up. <laughs> All right. Uh, and for defense, I feel like this is the, like, this is, like, I wouldn't say, like, the worst, but this is sort of, like, the least their defense has been because it's just Veron, Pavard, Mendy, Ubmakondo, Ubmakondo, oh <laughs> uh, Ubmakano, there we go, Yeah. Kunde, uh, I can't pronounce his last name, I'm just going to say his first name, Benoit, uh, oh. Saliba, and Trufiard. Saliba has been class. Yeah, so Saliba, I think I think it's gonna be Saliba, Veron in the front. I mean, no, no. Wait, but then you have Makano. 
Ubikano and also. Kunde. But I think but he got Kunde hurt, over Ubikano. Didn't Kunde Ubikano. get hurt? Kunde is injured. Yeah, injured, injured, yeah. yeah, Kunde got injured, but still Kunde. If, Here's the thing. If Kunde was fit, I just have him out, right? Yeah, yeah. he's a good he's a good. Because they have no real right back over here. Yeah, that's true. Now for the midfield, they have... Actually, no, never mind. They do have right back. Jonathan Klaus. Klaus is a, definitely starts at right back, 100%. No, yeah, he's a good right back. So then it would be Klaus, Saliba, Veron, Mendy. I think it's a good back four. Yeah. yeah. And then in the midfield, they have Vertu, Guendouzi, Tushimeni, Fofana, and Kamavinga. And Conte. Conte. No Pogba? No Pogba. Well, Pogba oh. didn't get called up. He has that... Um, uh, but will on. he get called up? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, that's he has crazy. that witch doctor yeah. thing going on. Or oh, what's yeah. no, no no? What is it? It's like he has to have bodyguards in France or something. It's some. It's something he has dumb. some like mob tie stuff going on. I don't know. What it <laughs> I is. just saw yeah. a video of him. He got like a like a stripe across his face or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, know. That's so. so well, I don't know. I mean, I just think uh, Pogba for the France not national. Oh yeah, he has just, to start. It just has. I, to like he I just don't. I, I but if he doesn't I get called up, all the I mean, issues that are happening, I don't think he gets called up. That's insane. There's no way he gets called up. Because if not, then it'll be a, uh, for me. It'll be um. It would be too too many Kamavinga and Conte. I think there's no other. Yeah. Method, no, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 but if there's no Pogba, that's what it has to be. But if uh, if Paul Pogba does get called up, I guess Paul Pogba, too many, and then Conte. I don't know. You drop Ka- you drop Kamavinga over too many. Too many over uh, Kamavinga. No, because you you had Kamavinga off, so you said it was Conte, Pogba, and Tushmani. Yeah, so, Tushmani center defensive mid, and then Conte as like that. Bro, really? Con- I would I would have Conte sit behind Kamavinga yeah. and Pogba. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because sure. if you, if you have Conte in there, let him do his job and just break up the. I think the I think Tushmani right as of right now he's been better than Kamavinga. I just think Kamavinga hasn't been given enough chances at Real. No, I think so too, but it's just. Right as of right now, to uh, Shemani. Okay, and for the front line options, you have Giroud, Griezmann, Dembele, Mbappe, and Kunku, uh, Martial, and Muani. God, you know Giroud's gonna be he's Giroud. gonna be in there somehow. Giroud is gonna be. <laughs> I think it might be. I think a Dumb- front I think, line I think, of Nkunku, Dembele, and Mbappe. I think Dembele definitely has that. Do we think real quick? Spot. Do we do we think Diaby deserves a shout? With with their forwards right now, I think so because on like, the left on the left maybe because because if you have a Christopher and Kunku, if you play a front three of Nkunku, Mbappe, Dembele, Diaby, that's tough. Where where yeah. you fit in? No, okay, they're definitely Mbappe up top and then uh, Dembele on the right. It's just the left maybe. It's just maybe Diaby. Maybe the other. But then Kunku's just yeah, been class been, yeah, for Leipzig. Or you know what? Mbappe on the left and then uh Giroud up top with Dembele on the right. I just think I just think like Dembele and Mbappe, like the, their dribbling is just insane. Yeah, but the thing is, I think that Nkunku's been so good that there's no way you don't play him. In the cam. Cam. There we go. Then, but then, then drop then you drop, drop I guess I'd say mm, if you guys say Kamavengo to Chimani and then put Conte and then Pogba in there. Houston, Conte, I'm going to say this right now. I threw in Conte's name, but he didn't get called up recently. He'll get called up. Is he injured? So if he doesn't get called up, then it might have to be yeah. a Tushimani, Kamavinga, and Nkunku midfield. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Which is still good enough, but that's just crazy in my head that there's going to be a World Cup where there won't be a Pogba or a Conte. No, no, those two together are just, it's like, it's like bread on butter. <laughs> Bread and butter, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, they're very good together. To see them without, like, 
them two without the World Cup. I mean, it, it, with, not with France in the World Cup is just crazy. Is is there any other international team you boys want to talk about? Hmm. Could we talk about? There's a Germany. We could talk about Germany. Germany. We could Germany. talk about Germany. Germany. What else? Not Chet me. Germany. Germany. There we go. No, no. Germany. So Germany. Der Stegen starts. Definitely. Neuer didn't get called up. Just letting you guys know. He's gonna get called up. But like then, then Neuer gets called up. He's got to start though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then there's also Kevin Trapp and Bauman. Just want to put that out there. Now for defense, they have uh, Ginter, Nicholas Sule, Gusens, Karer, Schlotterbeck, and Kachup. Bella Kachup. Hmm. And also Kimmich, but he... I mean, they have Kimmich and Rom. I think Rom's going to start at left back. And it's going to be Schlotterbeck, Sule, and then it's going to be Kimmich at right back. No Gosens. Gosens, I, I don't think he's. I don't think. I don't think he's better than Rom. Because <laughs> Rom, Rom's been sensational out of the left back. Though. There's no way. No, yeah, he, he has. But it's just, I, I feel like Gosens just provides that attacking output. Yeah, but I mean, you can't say that about Rom because Rom had 17 assists. The yeah. was good at a left back. At a left back, no, yeah. 17 assists. Like, come on. But in the midfield, they have Thomas Muller, Gundogan, Arnold, Hoffman, and Musiala. Yeah, Musiala, Gundogan, and uh, Muller. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. And then the attack, they have Nabry, Werner, Sané, Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz, Sané. I think Kai Havertz has to play in the midfield. They got to stop trying to throw him as a striker. I mean, he scored two goals just uh, against... Yeah, but like... I mean, in the midfield area, though. He's he, he, yeah, has... he he's sort of like what Deli Alley used to be. Like oh, yeah. he's like that cam that's like the second striker behind a striker. Yeah, he's, he's definitely know? a second striker. He's, but I feel like I think he works with the wingers, wings, wingers. So he's like that center forward role. Yeah, but he has to be playing behind somebody. He can't just be that focal point. Behind Sane and uh, Nabry. No, but behind oh, like a striker, oh, there oh, has to be a striker in front of him. In my opinion, no, there's no striker there. As Werner, the, I, I don't. Werner. I, I wouldn't really count Werner as a. As like a central type of strike, I don't know. Maybe you can throw up Thomas Muller. Yeah, Muller's played center forward, Cam striker. He's played everywhere. I think you need Thomas in the middle. I think you need Kai Havertz. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because I, I I think having someone as experienced as Muller just be able to find the right spots and just take shots, I think is the way to go. I think as of now, they just need to play with Kai Havertz up up there, just because they don't really have that. I don't know. Sané and Nabry have to be like going. No, yeah, yeah. They they have to go off this no, World definitely. Cup. hundred percent. For them to do well, they have I to. I think Sané will definitely. Sané have has been pretty spectacular for them. Let's Zion see. Right we oh Spain that we have we haven't even touched the Spain category yet. Spain. Hmm. Spain has David Raya, Unai Simon, Robert Sanchez, David De Gea. No call up, rightfully so. Hmm. I'm saying that as a United fan. Out of those <laughs> three, I. Th- I think it has to be Raya for Brentford. Raya, yeah. Or He's or Robert Sanchez. He's been sensational. Yeah, but for now, yeah, Raya, Raya. And defense, we have Aspilicueta, Jordi Alba, Danny Carvajal, Jose Gaya, Diego Lorente, Pau Torres, Eric Garcia. Hmm. Looks shaky. I don't know. Pau Torres is a starter for me, hundred percent. Yeah. Aspi also. Then Jordi Alba on the left. They really don't have that many center backs. Yeah, they really don't. I, I like 
Yeah, they don't. It looks like it's going to have to did be... Did they call up uh, Pedro Porro? No, they didn't call him up. Oh. He's a right back, though. Oh, yeah. Cool. But yeah, not a lot so, of center backs. No, because I think. What about what about Laporte? Laporte's injured. Laporte's injured. Will, be, will he be injured for the World Cup? I'm not sure. I, I think, think he'll he, come back. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't think City's gonna allow him, allow them to rush it. I don't think City wants to risk their asset. They at need all. him. And in the, the Euros, he's been he was class. For he was in the Euros. He was clean. They definitely need him with Pal Torres. Yeah. Because right now it's just gonna have to be either Eric Garcia or Diego Loriente. Playing at center back, which is mental. No. <laughs> no call up for Ramos. What do we think about that? I don't know. I feel like Ramos kind of just fell out of the national squad. Definitely. No Gerard PK either. Well, he's been shunned out of that Barcelona squad. And Rightfully so. so. Yeah, yeah, cheated on Shakira. Just, no. <laughs> I mean, supposedly there was other things going on <laughs> as well besides just no, him. Yeah. But, well, but, we'll uh, leave it at that. No, leave yeah. it there. No, I don't think. But uh, for midfield... We have Busquets, Coque, Marcos Lorente, Rodri, Carlos Soler, Pino, Pedri, uh, Gilliman, Williams, and Gavi. Hmm. I think Lorente and Rodri have to be in there. Yeah, Rodri, definitely. And then for me, it's a toss-up between Pedri and Soler. I think Pedri. It's Pedri. <laughs> like, like Pedri, he just controls that midfield. Come on. Yeah, but if you have a Rodri in there... And you're gonna have a Lorente. Rodri center defensive mid, and then uh, Pedri center uh, distribution. Well, Lorente's gonna be your box to box. Your eight. Mm, no, yeah. Rodri's gonna be your six. I think Soler's gonna you're gonna need as like that ten because I don't think Pedri can play a ten at all. Well, hmm. name the forwards. Name the forwards. Let's we'll, we'll see. What we forwards have. we have Morata, Sarabia, Asensio, Iglesias, Ferran Torres. There's nothing special going on for the forwards. Sarabia, he's yeah. I mean, he's been in and out of the PSG squad, barely played. He's 30 years old now. He's, he's good. Good. <laughs> not right. But, um, That's not no, yeah, there's nothing really special up there. But I gotta if, play. if it comes to the point where I guess you're Morata, Fernand Torres, and Sarabia, yeah. for me. I think Spain's, like, the weakest they've ever looked No, so yeah, far. definitely. I mean, well, They lost, like, all their important players. Like, no, Fati. Yeah. Fati's still oh, injured, that? right? Yeah, he is. Oh, I should... Mm. Or is he back from injury now? I'm not really sure, but because they still they need a Fati in that team 100. percent No, yeah. If Fati fit, Fati fit. If yeah. You know what we forgot about for France? Nabil Fakir. How did he not get called up? Fakir, over who? <laughs> over who, bro? He starts that midfield guaranteed, my guy. He still plays for Lyon. No, he no, plays, plays at for, uh, uh, Real Betis. Betis, yeah. He's been killing it for Betis, bro. <laughs> bro, do you not see how? Okay. I know you're a Real Madrid fan, over, over but Nic- he sauced you guys up <laughs> last time he played against you. He's a good player, but over who? Over Nakunu? Oh, what do you call him? Nkuku? Nkuku. Yeah, but Nkuku's going to play the forward line. He can play in the midfield. He can play, he can play in the midfield. But over Kamavinga? No. Okay. I'm, he, saying, he I'm saying because if, if they're going to take some... I think the manager's going to take someone over experienced and the two young guys in Tushimeni and Kamavinga. Yeah. I think they're not, they're not going to be as risky in that regard. Definitely. Hmm. So that's been our international talk. It's a fun time coming. World Cup coverage will be happening soon. Maybe. Who knows? Stay tuned. Uh, no call to action. So if you'd like to stay tuned, you may stay tuned. Not forcing you to do anything. But we're moving on. The Premier League is back. Injected in my veins. I need my FPL to do well. Let's go. <laughs> Saturday. We have an early morning game at 730. Arsenal versus Tottenham. 
Sheesh. That's going to be... That's going to be crazy. <laughs> I think that game is just going to be who's going to have the better defense. Yeah. 100%. Because if Gabrielle, Ben White, and Saliba can handle Kane, Son, Kulisevsky, or Charleston or whoever, I think they'll win the game. Agreed. I think... Bucks but then vice versa. If Romero, Dyer, and Sanchez can handle Martinelli, Jesus, and Saka, then they'll win the game. I don't think they'll be able to. I don't think they're going to be able to contain them. They've been I, too hot. I mean, United did sort of did that, though. And uh, we're, we're talking about Conte, who's a better defensive manager. I do think Arsenal have the upper edge. I think they have the form. Yeah. But I think Tottenham... I think Tottenham has the better overall squad, but I think Arsenal no, has the form going for them. No, without yeah. a doubt. It's going to be a good game. Definitely a good yeah. game. Next, Bournemouth-Brentford. I think Brentford's going to smash them. Yep. Uh, Crystal Palace-Chelsea. This is going to be a close game, honestly. Oh, yeah, Zaha has been... Very good. Well, Zaha, Olise, Edward, uh, Ebrici, Eze, uh, Schlup, Chelsea. I mean, they have they have Broha, but they have no other number nine. I love Broha. He's Albanian. We're a pro-Albanian podcast. They have a but... ah. <laughs> is he back from his broken jaw? Yeah. I mean, you never know. Like this is like what his uh, sec- like his first prem game. Uh yeah, this is yeah. gonna be his first Premier League game yeah. back injury. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Chelsea has Mendy injured and Conte injured. But then Palace is going to be missing Ferguson, Tompkins, MacArthur, and Butland. So I think they're going to be missing their main goalie. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Um, yeah. Chelsea with Mendy out. Who do you have? Uh, Kepa? Yeah, Kepa. Kepa. <laughs> <laughs> the, the player, the player manager, you know. He's good. He's good, though. <laughs> the next we have Fulham, Newcastle. Castle. Um, actually, mm. no, wait, Fulham. Mitrovic. Mitrovic yeah, and also Polinia. Polinia. Polinia, but then Newcastle's just been filth lately, yeah. bro. But is St. Max- Maximus still yeah. injured? That's the question. That's what I was about to say right now, too. Injuries, yep. So Isaac's injured. St. Maximus injured. Bruno Gimaresh is injured. Oh Wilson's injured. Chris Wood is injured. Uh, wow. And Anderson's injured, Kraft's injured, Shelby's injured, and Darlow's injured. Who do they have up top? <laughs> They're not gonna have anyone. Um, and then Paulinho's suspended though; he's on a red card. Oh wow, Ooh. that's gonna be interesting. Uh, Solomon injury, Wilson's injured, which is a big miss, and Robinson for the USA is injured. I'm definitely like leaning towards Fulham though. You like know, a, a little. I don't know who do you have up top for uh, for Newcastle. Well, Newcastle, I'm trying. To, I'm looking at the squad right now for who they have. Yeah. Um, Wilson, no, no. Chris well, Wood, here's the thing: they no. still have they still have Almiron, Frazier, and Jacob Murphy. Jacob Murphy's their young player. But is that enough? To I can beat see that game Fulham. I can see that game. Fulham being, has Mitro, so I'd be worried. I can see exactly. that game being one zero, and Mitro scores in like the 89th minute. I can see Mitro getting a hat trick if the defense no, isn't yeah. up to par of this game because the defense. Mitro with Serbia, I think, just like I think yesterday scored like a. I don't know how many goals he's just been. He's just been going off for certain. Yeah, Mitro is just insane. Definitely, he's just he's just a solidified striker. I would I would veer towards Fulham in that game. Yeah, 100%. exactly. Uh, next is Liverpool Brighton. Here's the thing: this is gonna be I think Brighton's first game without Grand Potter. Yeah. So I don't know how to judge it because if it's if it's with Grand Potter still there, I would have put it as a draw. <laughs> a draw close to a Liverpool win. No, yeah. So Liverpool might have won one nil or like a two one. As of now, I think Liverpool have that upper edge just because Brighton still. Yeah, well here's the thing. Let's see if, if Liverpool still has injuries because Liverpool still has Ch- Oxley Chamberlain injured, Robertson injured, Ram- Jacob Ramsey injured, Curtis Jones injured, Kanate injured, and Keita injured. 
But then here's the big thing for Brighton. Brighton's missing Lana and Wepu, Modair, and Sarimento. Yeah, it's, those are four big injuries no, for those. No, I'm still going towards the Liverpool. The fact that Liverpool also, I think it's gonna be the game that Darwin finds his footing again because yeah. he did well in those first few games, and then he gets a suspension that throws him off. Yeah, also that goal he had with Uruguay. Yeah, so I think it's gonna help him big He's time with his confidence. Next, I think it's gonna be the most interesting game of the weekend. I think it's Everton Southampton. Most interesting. What about United in the uh, city? <laughs> I mean, that's just gonna no. All right, but Everton, I'm saying as like Everton and Southampton. Okay. So here's the thing. So this is like for football purists. I'm saying oh, like okay. this is gonna be like oh, this is gonna be a great game. <laughs> Everton versus Southampton. <laughs> Who's gonna be able to stay up in the prem? You know, yeah. uh, because Southampton's only big injuries that they're missing out on Livermento because he has an ACL injury. He went back till January 2023. Look, Everton's missing Townsend, Godfrey. Calvert-Lewin, Pickford, Holgate, Patterson, and Mina. I think I saw lean towards Everton. Mm, I don't, I don't know, know, man. I don't know These about injuries? That. Anthony Pickford's Gordon, not, come on, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pickford's not a goal, but you still have Connor Cody and Tarkowski, yeah, though, to cover. Did, I'm pretty sure but Patterson's a big Southampton's miss. Southampton's yeah. also missing some key players. Well, though. no, they're only missing Livermento. Everyone else and is, L- L- what about Lavia? Is Lavia back? No, Lavia's injured, but I wouldn't consider him that key, though. <laughs> I think he's good, but when you talk about like a key player... I would call uh, DCL or Pickford a key player. Right, Lavia yeah. is like a new up-and-coming player in that team. He hasn't yeah. solidified himself yet as like the guy. Yeah. Because he still have players like Arebo and stuff like that, yeah. you know? I'm leaving towards Everton. I, I mean, Everton. if Ben Davies plays that game, we're going to fuck. I hate him. You you like Ben Davies, bro? I, I don't like him. I, mm. you know, You know what's weird? <laughs> I actually have Armstrong in my FPL team. You have, tr- you have really, you have Adam Armstrong. I, I saw his fixtures coming. I thought he had like at least get one goal in, at least one goal. But I'm taking him out this week. If he doesn't score against Everton, he's out. He's out regardless. <laughs> he's out regardless. You guys both have Holland in your team, right? Yes. I had to switch to Holland. I had, I had to switch. To. I had, I had Kane. I messed up. I, I was Kane. so this past week when it was like all the like postponements and stuff. Yeah. The weekend, I was like, oh, should I stick with? Should I get Son or should I just stick with Holland? I was like, oh, you know what? I'll leave Son. It's fine. If you triple Captain Son for your FPL, kudos <laughs> to you. The man yeah. got like 60 points. Like, I d- insane, bro. Comes off the bench, three goals. I took the free hit. I took the free hit. Free hit must be nice. I used my no, first week. It was week. very nice. <laughs> I used my first week. No, yeah. Free, your first week? I had to because I, no. I got some injuries out of nowhere that I was wow. not expecting. No, yeah. Definitely had a nice, uh, had Holland, Kane, De Bruyne. Cancelo all on the same team with that free hit. Was like, mm, mm. Now, this is the game I'm afraid to talk about. The Manchester Derby. Man City versus Man United. Mm. Now, United's been on the upswing. But they've played way less games than City. Yeah, They've played, actually only one game less. City only had one game postponed. But here's the issue. You have Erling Holland on fire. You have a United team that will only play well unless Ronaldo's not starting. So then what do you do? Is Rashford injured? Or is he Martial, injured? Brandon Williams, Donny Van de Beek, Palestri, Maguire, Rashford, Dubrovka injured. Rashford out. But then you're going to have an Anthony, uh, Jaden Sancho, and an Alenga or Ronaldo. Which is crazy to say. Alenga or Ronaldo. You know, usually no. like Ronaldo's a guaranteed in that team. I just sheet. think 
Ronaldo needs that this game. He needs this game. I think he needs this game. If he wants to come back into the squad, he needs this game. But the thing about Ronaldo is that, like, I've explained this so many times. Ronaldo, he's bigger than any other club in the world. He's bigger than the sport of football at this point. Yeah. When it comes to being a Manchester United player, the only reason why United will perform so well is because... United's always been a team about everyone playing for the club, not playing for a player. So, like, when it was just everyone playing for Ronaldo, you realize why the performance performances went down so much and why the performances went up as soon as everyone started playing for the team. So that's why it's like, do you do you take the risk and trust your youth player in Anthony Alanga to do really well and have Anthony and... Uh, Sancho just being a menace or do you have to be like yo Ronaldo it's your time to step up play how I want you to play or else you're out I just think they need they need Ronaldo they need that they, I don't know they just need that presence as of but now but here's my question does Casemiro start this game because you've had yeah. you've had the midfield three of Erickson, Fernandez, and McTominay do so well it's like do you just take out McTominay no, or do need, you they need Casemiro for this game they need Casemiro but it's again like if if it's not broke, why fix it? So now you're you're worried about like if you switch it up the wrong way, like how much is it going to affect you? I just think United needs to make some risks for this game because as of right now, Man City is just a team that's on fire right now. And you need to you need to find a way to stop Holland. There's just yes, and I think yes. Casemiro is just a man. I don't well, know. Do you, do you think you would have? Do you think like so you're gonna have Lissandro and Varane in the middle, yeah. Malasia and Diego Dolo? Yeah. Do you just have Casemiro in the game, but you have just man Mark Holland? Definitely, <laughs> like definitely, like do you because that's what you back in the day when it was Ander Herrera and Hazard, you'd have Ander Herrera's mark up Hazard all the time at Chelsea. Oh yeah. So is this really like the same thing? Like take out the most dangerous player? No, yeah, I think that's what it comes to right now. Casemiro just. But then if you have Casemiro all over Holland, then it's like there's space to be created for Foden, for De Bruyne, for Bernardo Silva, for Mares. I, I think mean, it's just the risk. You have to take that risk. For- <sighs> As of the form, as of right now, as Holland is going through, there needs to be someone on Holland. I, I will say the defense is the, it's at its weakest right now with Stones and Laporte out. Yeah. So all they have is Ruben Dish, Jao Cancelo, and a Kanji, and a Kanji. Okay. 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 Yeah, but no, the defense is very right. weak. That's what I'm saying. They need to take the risk. Like Kanji's good. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be worried about Nathan Ake, and you're going to need to get a lot of cover from Kyle Walker and Jao Cancelo. Oh, yeah. For me, up top right there is going to be Ronaldo, Anthony, and Sancho. I'm not calling this game because <laughs> I have bad luck. No, you do? <laughs> Anytime I like, I root for United, we do poorly. Anytime I'm like, oh, United's garbage, we do great. So I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> I've made the information available for all of you. No, yeah. You can make your own choice. I am not saying anything. Yeah, I, I am saying. I think it comes to the same like platform as like Arsenal and Tottenham. You can't really call it. It's just it's going to happen. You got you to see it play out. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! No. Good games. Good game. Yeah. Nine a.m. What do you guys? You you do have here's a you two have to call it. I don't have to. You two have to. What is it? The city is gonna win that game. I think city's gonna win. Okay. It's gonna be a close one. I yeah. think it's gonna be very. For close now, one. I'm leaning towards city. You're leaning towards city. Okay. Okay. But you know, I can see it being like a. I could see United winning though. <laughs> here's a we have two more games. We have the Leeds versus Aston Villa, and then we have Leicester versus Nottingham Forest. Leeds, Leeds Aston, Aston Villa. That's a good game. Um, I think I'm just mm, Leeds right now. I'm gonna give you the injury list. So, Leeds is missing out on Firpo, Christensen, Rodrigo, and Stuart Dallas. 
Aston Villa is missing out on Alvin Kamara, uh, Roberto, uh, not Roberto, uh, what's Carlos's first name? Oh, Diego Carlos. Diego Carlos, Bednarek, Dinier, and Matty Cash. So they're missing a lot of defensive cover. No, yeah, but mm, um, I don't know. We have up top Watkins, Bailey. Uh, so um, for the front line, they have Danny Ings, Ali Watkins, Leon Bailey. They also have Emilian uh, Buendia. They have Jacob Ramsey. I'm looking towards a draw right here. But maybe more towards Austin Villa. I don't know because they have the man, the myth himself, John McGinn. You know? <laughs> yeah. What a class player. But also, I think Coutinho could possibly pop off in this game. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leeds, this is Brendan Arison. And then Jack Harrison as well. Who else? Oh, Sinistera. Sinistera has been class too. Have you though. seen him against Colombia? I, I saw him against Colombia say, "Oh my God, that's my man right there." Now, a guy. He. It's very, very uh, even game right here. Hundred percent. But because it depends who wants to show out, I guess. Because the front line right now, you have Bamford's finally back from injury. Let's just be surprised about that. Yeah. So you'll have Bamford, Sinistera, and Jack Harrison starting. That's good. Behind them, you'll have Brennan Arison, Tyler Adams, and I think this might be a game that Matthias Klitsch will go off. Maybe. And then the back line's what I'm a little worried about. What do you have? Because usually I would trust having a Christensen there, the right back, and then have like a Stuart Dallas play out of position and play left back. But Firpo, Christensen, and Dallas are injured. Is Lorente? Lorente. Yeah, Dio Lorente, but he's... What about Roca? Yeah, Mark Roca. No, he isn't, he's not. Oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah, Roca in the midfield, though. He's not a defender. He could. He could defend. <laughs> he could, but that'd be a waste of his talent. Yeah. Um. No, yeah. Mm, it's difficult. I'm looking for a tie. Tie, tie. I think just because Aston Villa have a better defense, I might call it for yeah, yeah. a Villa win. But then again, you know... USA! It could go anyway. Jesse Marsh. I could go yeah. anyway, definitely. And then our last game is Leicester versus Nottingham Forest. That's a. <laughs> I mean. Said uh, it once. I'm going to say it again, bro. <laughs> Jay Lings with the goal. I'm calling it now. Jay Lings with the goal. That's crazy. I don't know. I, I actually like. I'm Nottingham Forest. They, they have the. I don't know. The crazy thing for Nottingham Forest, like, they've made, like, 19 signings. Yeah. But about. Most of the signings they've made are injured already. So, <laughs> Emmanuel Dennis is injured. Gibbs White is injured. Niakate is injured. Richards is injured. Mangala is injured. And McKenna is injured. That's insane. What the? <laughs> but then, Lester is missing Ndidi, Daka, Pereira, Bertrand. It's the mid-off. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm joking. I mean, I don't know. I actually, like, I'm, I don't know. It's just Lester's just defense. But their attack is, is good. That's a thing. Yeah, but their defense is horrendous without Johnny Evans. 3-3. 3-3. 3-3 right there. No. I'm calling it 8-7. We're taking the charity match score line. <laughs> Speed's going to make a guest appearance. Maybe score a goal and not be offsides. No, oh, yeah. That's a, that's a difficult. But I, I, I think I'm leaning towards more Leicester, I guess, right now. It's just their attack. I can see that game ending like 1-1 or like no. a 0-0. Zero, zero. I don't... All right. Like it's gonna, I feel like it's not gonna be. I see anyway like a lot of goals because their defense is really bad, but their attack is just. Their t- their I think <laughs> I think that because Steve Cooper is a better manager, it might go towards uh forces like way. They go either way, yeah, definitely either way. Hundred <sighs> percent. So guys, we're veering the end of the show. 
any last comments before we get back on? No, no last comments. Mm-hmm. We're good here. They good were here. Good. Yeah. Guys, you've been listening top of the hour on WMC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Week. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. I'll see you next time.